Hello everyone. Welcome back to Drop Frames. We got the full crew. We got special guest Shroud. It's November. We've got games coming out. It's a whole new whole new day. Whole new time. Co welcome back, by the way. Did you Thanks. have it? Did you talk about where you went, where you were gone? Did you was when you missed uh two weeks ago? Is that I don't think so. All right. Well, you went to the petting zoo <laughs> with me and Max and uh yeah. <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> Had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Lamb were adorable. Yeah, it was great. It was, you, did you mm -hmm. did you did you watch out for the hawks though? They'll get your vocal cords. That's the they will. Yeah, they'll rip them right out of your face. You got to yeah. be careful about that. You got to be real yep. careful about that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, how's it going? Welcome back. It's it's going. You know, I mean, it's been. I don't even know when. You know how long it's been? Just, just, I looked no. it up. It's been four oh, years God. since you've been here. Four years. You were last here on February. Yeah, February fourteenth, twenty eighteen. Valentine's Day for some reason. The fact that I'm, that I'm back after four years, or that you guys are still still doing it—that's a, <laughs> a long time. That's a long time. That's a commitment right there. But yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm I'm always excited to just talk about. I mean, anything really, but especially games. So I'm excited. Well, with we never talked to you about the whole mixer thing. Is that going to be, are, are we good to chat about? Like, I'm not, I mean, yeah. I will ask you how much you made, but you can dodge the question completely. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm never going to like actually answer a question that I don't want to answer. Like if okay. you ask me a question, I'm not comfortable answer, answering, I'm going to tell you. And it's not a big deal. Okay. Good to know. How much did you make, Shroud? <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice dodge. Well, well dodged. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Now I, I do, uh, I do wonder how long was it, uh, in terms of like prepping for Like, did you know in 2018 that that was a thing or w when did like, they actually reach out to you to start that whole process? It happened pretty fast. It was, it was pretty much shortly after, um, Ninja, right? Like the whole Ninja move happened. And then shortly after they were just looking for, for more creators and they reached out to me and it was probably within a month of reaching out and I had wow. to make that decision. I was like, all right, well, I got to really think about this. And then I commit probably two weeks prior to the announcement. Like it happened pretty fast. Yeah. Even the commercial, like they did the commercial in my house. I don't know if you remember how the commercial looked, but the whole thing was done in my house. They built this giant tunnel inside my house that went from my office to the kitchen. It was crazy. There was like 40 people in my house. It was wild. Did, uh, the business aspect of it did you haggle was there back and forth or was it like here's the price let's go and you just agreed to oh, it or... no. oh it was definitely there was definitely haggles and back and forth for sure yeah for sure i mean a big one was i mean we were still talking to twitch at the same time when we were doing it so we were kind of talking to both of them and kind of working them both i guess i mean how business is typically done oh yeah and i was just trying to get the best deal you know and and i feel like i did yeah well we don't know if you did. We can't really comment on it, right? <laughs> well, I think I did. Okay, that's all that matters. That's all that matters at the end of the day. I think if uh, if you go watch that 2018 episode, you were in your bedroom. I don't know if you owned that house or that was an apartment. But the door was shut. It didn't have this crazy backdrop that uh, we're seeing here now with... Is that plant real, Shroud? Do you water that plant behind yes, you? They're all real. They're all real. There's a lot more that you don't see. Oh, you've got especially in the, in the other parts of the house. We love our plants. 
you've got real money then if you've got real plants that's that's some <laughs> we don't water them ourselves let's just say that we don't do it <laughs> okay you have an interior gardener yeah yeah <laughs> i like Jesus. it yeah uh also i'm we're, we're just to address the elephant in the room i i'm we're aware of shroud's mic i'm just, as i'm sure at least my chat's popping off about it we uh spent some time trying to troubleshoot it and uh didn't didn't get it fixed beforehand so we'll just make sure we're not talking over them that's the main goal here uh because it seems that's when the uh the robot uh shows its its face um but it doesn't matter so yeah, four years. I mean, a lot's been. You left the platform. You came back to the platform. You did. Was uh, was was Mixer the only place that you looked at? Have you? Have, I mean, we've seen some other platforms come out. Is that? Have you had those talks? Can you talk about any of that? Or are you safe here at Twitch? Safe and sound, I should say. I mean, there's there's been a lot of a lot of talks. Just you know, kind of kind of everywhere. I don't want to you know I don't want to say too much, but yeah, there's there's definitely talks everywhere. There's there's a lot of options, even though it might not look like there is. You know, Mixer was just one platform. There's there's plenty others and maybe more to come, you know? Yeah. What uh, what are your thoughts on where Twitch is right now, just as a platform? I mean, it, the past uh, couple of months have been interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, for me, I I just, I just want one thing out of Twitch, and I just want, like, good quality i want to have a higher bit rate i want to be able to do you know better resolutions like i, I have 1440 now and i believe you could stream 1440 on twitch but you just don't have the bit rates to complement it right um so that's that's the only thing that's missing for me and what's going on with the rest of twitch i'll be honest i don't really follow it that well there's a lot going on all the time it seems like and i just like it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, great, Twitch is trending. Oh, and then I, okay, close it. You know, like I actually am probably very, uh, very disconnected here. One second. You can stream to, in 1440? I think so. <laughs> you, you, can push any, you can push any resolution to Twitch. Yep. You just don't have the bit rate to do anything really above 1080p60. <clears throat> and, and even then, 1080p60 oh. is like, you kind of have to break the unwritten rule of 6,000 and push 8,000 to really make it look okay. Basically you can pretty much set whatever you want, but your pipeline is always going to be consistent and you can very easily overwhelm your pipeline. Um, in fact, just, just to check on it, uh, uh, not four or five months ago, I jacked up my bitrate to 10 K to see what would happen. And sure enough, not only did I get actual warnings in my OBS, but they started throttling my bitrate below what I normally do because I was sending them 10K. Yeah. So like when I said, when I set it at 10K, my, it, it was significantly lower quality than if I was doing my normal bitrate. So they do not like that at all. Yeah. yeah. O OBS has uh, kind of built in checks to whatever platform you've kind of selected in the back end to uh, override the bitrate. And so you can just like check that if you, if you don't want that warning like Co just got. And then Twitch itself, the second they see a stream over a certain amount of bitrate, they throttle it uh, pretty fast, especially if you're a larger streamer. Very fast. Yeah. Like really instantly. <laughs> yeah. Servicing a ton of stream, a ton of viewers, a ton of viewers rather, it will, it will get throttled. I, I managed to get away when I was playing Daisy just for fun. I got away with making my bitrate 15,000 for about a minute. Oh my God. It looked so good. 
Yeah. I mean, it broke very quickly for a lot of people, I'm pretty sure. But it didn't break for me when I was watching it back. Oh, my God. It looked amazing. I wish we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always impressive when you see. Uh, there, there was that. Uh, they did a test a while back with, like, the AV1 encoding, which is a new uh, type of encoding that some graphics, some GPUs are, are supporting now, but Twitch is not, and I don't think YouTube is either. Not yet, hopefully. Yeah, I'm hoping that they announce something soon. Uh, AV1 and is a fantastic uh, codec, and you can It's just get, a huge step forward in every way. It is, just, 100%. It's just a huge yeah. step forward. You yeah. can get a better-looking uh, uh, like video feed at a lower bit rate, uh, which is great across the board. That You could probably utilize, hopefully, 1440p and maybe one day 4K at that resolution, or at that bit rate, yeah. rather. It looked amazing. I looked at the the recording of it, that live stream, and they even did like 120 FPS. It was like a 1440, 120 FPS stream. It looked so smooth. Yeah. The, uh, for those of us who don't, or, or for those of the people out there who don't know, <laughs> they're idiots. Uh, codec? Like, is it, like, I have a, like, I've heard the word before, and I know I've used, <laughs> I think I use them, I'm pretty sure. You use H.264 yes. right now, or NVENC. They're, they're pretty okay. not interchangeable. Codecs for streamers are a suppository. Uh, first, you lube them, and then once you've done... Okay. Oh, wait, that's different. Uh, codecs are the little pieces of software that are basically in between the what you're streaming and the public at large. So they're basically like... They're, the codec is the, it's the transitional technology that makes that image get to viewers. The better the codec, the higher quality you can get at the more frames per second. The, the better the codec, the better the data stream is utilized is a good way to think about it. So the, the more advanced the codec, the, the more crisp and the quicker the images at the lower amount of data actually needed to send. Um, it's a lot more complicated than that, but that's like the basic. Thing about okay. Okay. Yeah. No, the, the, the thing. It's compression for, for the... video. There you go. It's compressing yeah. and decompressing the video. Thank you for, for dumbing it down to everyone out there who didn't understand that, fools. <laughs> I mean, look, that's some that's a majority, right? <laughs> I, yeah, it, I mean, it, they're not they're not exactly you know the most need to know technology for and you know for gamers. It's not yeah, a big deal, so. yeah. My my well, understanding it's... of AV one is pretty limited too, because I just it, you know it, it's a thing you set in OBS and then you never look at it until you have to look at it again. Is really how most yeah. streamers look at it. Well, I mean, I, I, it it like people saying like you know, I'm a professional streamer, like, you don't know this, and that kind of shit, it's like, I mean, how many stand-up comics do you know that could take apart a microphone and put it back together? And they use that shit every day, you know, like, come on, <laughs> give me a little leeway here. I mean, I would wager that, like, 90% of streamers couldn't take apart anything on their PC <laughs> and put it back together. And yeah, there's nothing true, wrong true. with that, that's just how, like, that's how it is. Mo most of the, the bigger streamers, too, just get pre-builds. And they get, you know, they get a refresh every couple of months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, used to, I used to build my, I used to build my PCs like, you know, five, six years ago. And then I just realized like, this is a headache. I'm just getting pre-built. Oh, and that, now I've just been on pre-builds for the past six years. I love it. Yeah. I used to build computers for a living and I get pre-built now. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a pre-built. So I think, much easier. Absolutely. I think I might go back to, to building my own uh, for the next one, but. I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how much they're going to... A lot of that just comes down to money, uh, ultimately. Like, pre-builds, they do have a uh, a fee on top of all of it, right? You don't just get price, uh, parts at price. Uh, you, you get the little bit of money on top. So, we'll see how it goes. 
Uh, Shroud, are you on a forty ninety? By the way, just to clear the room. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, I I'll talk about that a little bit here. Okay, I oh, got a wow. forty nine cent to me. I got a forty nine cent to me, and I was under the impression it was going to be a Founders Edition, but it was through another brand that I shall not name. Uh, it's too big. <laughs> that bad. <huh? laughs> way too big dude i don't know what they're doing to these gpus but all these other brands make the 4090s so much bigger than the founders edition founders edition fits in just fine with with extra space too all these other ones they, they just don't fit so i tried realized it wasn't going to fit so tuesday i'll get my actual founders edition so don't yeah. have one yet yeah 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 they're they're massive uh it, it, it's it's absurd so did uh, I'm sure the chat's asking you this, so just for the sake of fulfilling chat's questions, did you get a custom uh, connector cable, or are you just going to use whatever whatever comes with the GPU? I th so I'm I'm debating on getting a new power supply so that I could just have the new cable and it could just be easy, a nice little 16 pin. I think it's 16 to eight, right? Just one cable and you're done. Yeah. Um, I'm debating on doing that, or maybe just gambling the adapter i feel like it'll be fine right just look at it looks good put it in it's it's a rather small yeah. percentage it yeah. people also it's it's funny how that stuff works on the internet right as people who work on the internet there's been like a handful of cards and all that's happened is the pins have been a little bit hot <laughs> and have melted it there's been no melted, fires yeah. there's been <laughs> people are like oh it'll light your house on fire hasn't happened that it's not a thing uh it's it's kind of ridiculous how that like started from oh the pins are melting to wow it's going to light my house on fire type deal, <laughs> um, but yeah the internet's got internet at the end of the day, um, yeah, I will be getting the cable replacement most likely from uh, I think like is it Cable Matters has uh, something that everyone is saying is the go to stuff for that so it's a thing it, uh, it it's not a good situation for Nvidia at all especially with. I don't know if you guys, Cole, you did a sponsored thing for the uh, the AMD uh, stream yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they man, they, they didn't hold back. They took a lot of digs, man. <laughs> they took a lot of digs. Like the new, the new AMDs, they're better priced. They've got all sorts of, now I, I don't think they're going to quite get to the degree of the, the sheer power. Like yeah. NVIDIA, kind of like how Intel to AMD is, most of the time NVIDIA to AMD has the sheer power for more money situation. But AMD is going to fit in a normal case, uh, a case it can use a normal PSU, like they're, they're better priced. Like it's, it's competitive. It's competitive. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. It's very good showing for sure. Well, it was, it's so interesting to watch the, um, the like marketing of that. Right. Cause like Nvidia went first, they announced the 4090. It's this crazy card. And then all of this shit happened with the connectors and like the price is also a big, um, conversation point. AMD went second. They were able to kind of come under that. It gets immediately compared to the 4090, even though most likely we don't have benchmarks yet. Uh, most likely it is under under performance in terms of 4090 uh, compared to, I forget what the AMD card is. So it's it's a wild thing where the, the marketing teams are just going back and forth with all that because uh, first impressions matter in this situation. So people immediately think, oh, that's the same power as the 4090 uh, when... Most likely it's not, but we'll see with benchmarks and, and that will kind of answer all of that. For the people that don't care about benchmarks though, they've already kind of made up their mind in the sense of, oh, well, AMD's $600 cheaper and it's the same, blah, blah, blah. So an interesting thing regardless, um, but we'll see see where it goes from there. The, uh, 
I don't know what what kind of like what what I would attribute the nature of it to, but like the fact that I want you know the biggest and the best of like you know GPUs and all the computer parts and blah blah blah. And then I just I remember like, dude, you you play like mostly like shitty indie eight bits and like old ass games See, and shit like that. You don't need none of that shit. But I want it though. I want the forty ninety just so I can say I have it and not use it. It's like having a Ferrari and not like I got it. I'm not driving it. It's a status it. symbol. Zeke, it's a status I've had a forty ninety since the eleventh. My most played games are Marvel Snap, Bro Tato, and Dave the Diver. You know, things <laughs> Dave that the Diver's really, awesome. <laughs> they really utilize that 49. Yeah. You need that power for the big two holes, JP. Dave the Diver's capped at 60 FPS. There's okay. no reason. <laughs> Marvel Snap is a mobile game that is like running on an emulation on Steam, also capped at 60. It's just, uh, yeah. A ridiculous situation. I'm right there with you, Zeke. I don't have anything that's uh, yeah actually pushed the envelope. I think Flight Sim when I I got Flight Sim running with like DLSS uh, three in there and it was pushing around 100 FPS. I think uh, in 4K, so that looks pretty cool. But well, to that to that point, uh, I want to ask like, is it, Shroud? Is it like super important like to stay on the on the bleeding edge of all that all the tech? I mean, if you're it depends if you're competing like maybe but if you're competing at a high enough level you're going to tournaments and you're using tournament pcs which aren't your computer anyway so it's it's weird like you can get the best stuff and have the best frame rate and super consistent but then you go to a tournament and guess what it's not so consistent anymore so i think it depends i think it kind of just depends person to person some people some people like me love to have it i don't have my 4090 yet and i'm a little upset about it but I love to have the highest frame rate because it obviously feels the smoothest. Having higher frame rate equals less input latency, quite simply, right? Um, so, I I think it's great. Some people might disagree, though. All the all the true competitors out there, you know, the old me's maybe. <laughs> now, like, I gotta know, like, do you either <laughs> you can t- you can say which one? Do you either feel like you play better, or do you actually? play better because you have better equipment oh no you play better for sure i mean it's literally like most most competitive games nowadays have like actual stats where you can check input latencies and all that stuff and i mean you'll see it right there you'll see it if you cap your frame rate at 60 you'll see your input latency spike to maybe 10 15 ms you throw it uncapped you throw it at 600 whatever your frame rate is going to be and your input latency is going to go down to two maybe maybe one if you have a good enough computer which is huge. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it's huge. You can feel it. Yeah, I mean, when it when it comes to the the you know the pros and the the world of FPSs, you could definitely feel it. When you're playing Broforce Zeke or <laughs> anything like that, you're not going to necessarily feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah, no, no. I know, I know. But I, like, this is why I'm asking because I don't play any games that require. Uh, or very rarely do I play games that require or uh, benefit from like a super high frame rate. Like 60 is fine 99.9% of the time for me, uh, uh, like on any given day. But you know, every once in a while you'll, you'll get a game that, that you can actually see a benefit. And I, I was just wondering if like how impactful that is to get, you know, over what, I don't, I don't know what's, what's, what's a decent frame rate for, uh, you know, a competitive game these days 
Ooh, a competitive game. I would say a decent would be whatever the monitors are at nowadays, right? So I'd say 360. So if you could manage 360 constant, that's, I mean, that's incredible. Not a lot of PCs can do that, unfortunately. <laughs> you're, okay. you're using that 360 monitor, right? The, yeah. Yeah, how, how's that been? Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I mean, the, I, the main reason why I was worried about swapping to 1440p at the time was because there was 1080 360 hertz monitors out. But now this thing finally came out. Well, I guess it's not out yet, but I finally got this thing, which is 1440p 360, which is amazing. That's exactly what I wanted. I love it. Yeah. Makes so, a big difference in terms yeah. of... I mean, it's, it's, I mean, like you go 60 to 140 and you'll notice that the most, right? Once there hits a point when you're when you're going up, like you'll notice it, but it's so minimal. Is that monitor a DisplayPort 2.1 or what? I think so yeah. Okay, yeah, that's how they're getting the 1440p 360. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, what what's like literal size of a monitor is like optimal for you? I would say I I wouldn't go over 27. Like right okay. now, these monitors are 27, and it was a little bit of a weird adjustment going from uh, either 24 or 25, which was kind of the competitive standard, and I think it still is. Um, I think the next standard is going to be 27, but it's hard. It's hard to want to go over that. Uh, I don't think I'd be comfortable going to 30, for example. I think that'd be too much. Are you one of the the? I don't think you are being that we're looking at your face right now and the monitor's not two inches from it, but uh, I, I've seen a handful of streamers that literally play with the monitor like this and a, a lot of pros, right? Like how do you, where are you at with that? How do you feel about that? I dude, I don't know how they do it. I, I feel like that would make you worse, but somehow that makes them better. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're closer to your uh, crosshair. So like when you're looking for that, tiny pixel of a headshot i guess it helps but then there's so much more that goes into that like if you're playing like a moba or you're playing even a shooter there's like mini maps and stuff that you have to look at in the corners i don't know how they're doing it they, they got to be turning their whole head instead of instead of just their eyes if you're at a comfortable distance yeah i think uh, if people are wanting to see what we're talking i think uh tins uses at least when i was watching him his monitor was like right here in front of his face yeah it's really strange to look at because you look at his camera and it's just a giant monitor right there and he's just playing and like absolutely destroying. Some people, some people, some people like let the monitor touch their nose. That's how close they play. Yeah. It's insane. A little ridiculous. And that, yeah, and I've seen, yeah, the pictures of the, the keyboard and mouse is like behind the monitor. <laughs> like, like, it's like they're hugging the monitor the entire time they're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on the topic of, of esports, did you watch the league finals at all last night? I saw you were streaming when it started. I don't know if you caught the the end though. I did catch a little bit at the end. We watched the last uh, last map. Yeah, hell of finals. I, I don't play. I don't play league, so I didn't know what the heck was happening. Um, but it was cool to watch. You know, it's always fun when people are excited about esports. Any esport, you know. Yeah, it was a good weekend for esports too. They had that uh, the the league finals, and then the night prior there was uh, Overwatch, which since going free to play that go ahead i was gonna say there's also the um cs major when did that i didn't even know that went down was that friday or is that saturday afternoon 
Let's go with it was the weekend. It was sometime during the weekend. Yeah, I think it started. It might have even started Thursday. I don't know. It started recently, though. Got it. I didn't even realize that that was happening. I was I was so interested in Overwatch because, you know, for so long, the viewership on that just constantly dwindled. And now since launching Overwatch 2 and it being free to play, their numbers uh, were, you know, very, very high. Uh, it was streaming over on YouTube. I think YouTube has exclusive mm-hmm. rights for that, but they were at like two, 300, maybe even 400K. I'm, I'm not sure what they maxed out at, but there's a lot for them because it, yeah, it, it has not been that high in a very, very long time. Um, and league, I think had like a million here on Twitch last night and it's cons- arguably the worst, uh, time zone for it to occur in, in terms of just eyeballs that can watch around the world. Um, that's not in the middle oh, of the I night. S- I saw the whole, I saw the whole section had like, by the time the game ended, the whole section on Twitch league of legends had like 3.4 million viewers. Insane. Yeah. I think in China, didn't uh, the mainstream in China have like 5 million? Something like that? Yeah, which was a a high for them, which is even more remarkable when you think about the fact that game is 10 years old and it's like hitting peaks still. So people still love it. Forum, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, I I, I don't watch any of this and it's not, I'm not like obstinate against it. It's just not not something I ever got into. Um, But... uh, are there like um now I'm gonna give you a real old reference. Maybe I give you a newer reference. Okay. Uh Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, you know, they're two sport like are there crossover people that like are like competitive at the highest level of both like say, you know, CSGO and League or Dota and uh uh Overwatch or whatever? Not that I've seen like competing at the same time, no. I, that's a little unheard of. Okay. Right now, anyway, maybe maybe back in the day when gaming wasn't so big, now sure. it's just okay. it's so competitive that you need to put in all of your time into one game. If you're trying to split it up like that, it's just not going to work. Okay. I was just curious, like if there's like dude like takes off one hat and he's like, I gotta go to the other thing. Take puts on the other hat and you know flies <laughs> to another city to like, compete. I'm like, I'm confident that I could pull that off, and I and uh, tons of other people can pull that off, but not within. Not within like the same day period, you know what I mean? Like you'd have sure. to say, you'd have to say, all right, like this year I'm gonna go hard in Overwatch two. I'm gonna go make it to Pro League. Okay, so you spend the whole year doing that, and you're doing it, and then you have to commit to something else later. But doing both, like saying, all right, I'm gonna be a Valorant professional player, and I'm also gonna be an Overwatch professional player. Doing both is gonna be really, really hard. Not saying it can't be done; it'll just be hard. Right, and the, well, the reason why I ask is because. Uh, I know they're not like not even similar games, but they're like like fighting games. You have people who are like super competitive in many different fighting games, you know. But those are basic, like it, like the same basic structure. And I'm guessing like these are all like completely different, totally different, like not even the same ballpark kind of structure. Yeah, I mean, if you're separating it, like that's even harder, right? If it's sure, if you're saying Overwatch and Valorant, that's two shooters. But if you're saying like, imagine like playing Valorant and then trying to play League and competitively at both, that'll be probably insanely hard. Also, I've seen a lot of people in chat saying like, "Oh, Formal does Call of Duty and whatever else." That Call of Duty does not count. I'm sorry. Count. <laughs> do we want to talk about uh, uh, auto aim on controllers, Shroud? Do you want to? <laughs> I've seen you make this uh, this type of statement before. 
Uh, so I don't know if you want to. Your, your disposition it's, says no right now. <laughs> it's, it, look, it, honestly, it's, I, I always think it's a really simple argument with the controllers and stuff. Like, it's totally fine. I love crossplay. Crossplay is, you know, helping gaming overall, right? But the second you have money on the line, split them up. It's it. That's it's that simple. You're playing for a million dollars, split them up. You're playing for a hundred thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. That's it. And then your problem solved. I think anyway. Yeah. the The problem being uh, to to take a step back is that uh, when you have a controller in Call of Duty, the auto aim is very aggressive. Uh, and if you're playing uh, on mouse and keyboard, there is no auto aim on that. And so. Argument is when they're when you're fighting controllers versus mouse and keyboard, the controller most likely will win out most of the time because the auto aim exists. It will not. There's an advantage. That's what you should say. There's an advantage. Yeah, that's like, probably going to give me the least amount of yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's more. Take... There's more of an impetus for a player of less skill to succeed. Yeah, you're saying that the auto aim take, will take, take a person they... with the same skills. And give them a controller and give them a keyboard. The controller is well, probably going to do better right away. See, here's here's the thing though, and because that's that's something that's said a lot. But the problem is, is they require different skills. So it, it's not like somebody that is good with a mouse and keyboard can pick up a controller with auto aim and be really good. A good way to think about it is the auto aim makes great players even better. So if you're really really good with a controller and you have great awareness and you know exactly where to be and when, then that auto aim gives you a little bit of an edge that a mouse and keyboard person with all the same skills and know-how would not have. So it's like, you know, it's just, it's like, comes down to math. They get like a plus one, you know? Hmm. It's exactly what I just, that's the fucking hypothetical I just said, Co. <laughs> well, you said at the same skill yeah, level, but, it would give an advantage. You're like, no, not no, quite. No, but you can't. But I'm going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying Ass. you can't take a mouse and keyboard player and give him a controller it's, and he's going to be good. That's that's the point I was it's not exactly. It's not exactly that simple, right? Because like Ko was saying, people have different skills. Some people are better at MOBAs. Some people are better at strategy. Some people are better at shooters. Same goes for controller, mouse, and keyboard. Like you could take the, the person that has the same skill level, let's say, like they're, they're whatever, they're really good. They're going to be better on one. They just will. And it's usually which one you played with when you were younger. But some people are just, yeah, some people just get controller better. And some people get mouse and keyboard better. Yeah. Yeah. Some. Uh, Shred, you might know more about this. Someone in my chat said that Apex Legends pro teams require one person to play on a controller because of the auto aim. What? Yeah. So yeah. in a team Apex of three, cool. one person yeah. has controller. So yeah, for a while there, during like the start of Apex and the competitive league and all that, they were trying different things, and they noticed that all PC and mouse and keyboard teams just didn't they didn't make the cut. They needed somebody to be there for close range because mouse and keyboard is great when you're mo for movement. It's great for long range tracking, flicks, all that stuff. But when you're in a close range encounter, the auto aim is going to carry you. So what was happening is people started to incorporate controller players. And now it just became like a standard where there's two PC players for helping that kind of like poke situation and building your armor up and whatnot. And then you got your CQC close quarter combat controller players that help win those like really really crazy engagements and yeah that's just a standard now i don't think it's a rule i just mm. think it's like a standard that players are kind of setting 
You know, honestly, I like that. I like that idea. I wish they would introduce like fucking cricket bats to baseball or something. And like, (laughs) have have someone come in and be like, we're doing this now. It's like, okay, for bunting, the cricket bat is like super awesome. Okay. So if we need to bunt, we're going to get, you know, Nigel from England over here and he's going to play down a good bunt for us. (laughs) Jeez. I had not thought of, thought of it that way, Zeke. Maybe you're right. Maybe to spice it up. Go, go get him, Nigel. Yeah, be more interesting. Be more interesting. Uh, shifting away a little bit from esports and more just uh, Twitch and, and streaming. Uh, I think you have an interesting perspective, Mike, as someone that came up in the world of streaming as kind of like a gameplay-focused, gameplay-first channel. Uh, the past two years and even during COVID, we saw the rise of just everything but right? Like you can make an entire career now of streaming and never play a single game. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, there, there's more, there's more to watch, I guess, but it sucks for someone like me because I definitely felt that I definitely saw viewership shift towards more, you know, just chatting IRL, whatever people just kind of kicking it and having a good time. Um, I, I, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm mad about it or anything, but it definitely does suck a little bit. I'm, I'm excited for a new game to come out and it's going to shift back. It eventually will. I think it just kind of moves, you know, the wave right now will be IRL and then the wave's going to come back to gaming when something new comes out and I'll be there, you know? Do you think it's going to be like a multiplayer game that has to shift that? Can single player games shift anything like that? I don't think so. I don't think single player games have enough, like, replayability right like nobody's gonna be playing a single player game for a, a year or two straight multiplayer they will be think about what happened with fortnite i mean fortnite basically like created multi-millionaires in the core in the period of a month like uh and and we could get to a point where fortnite you know there's a few fortnites a year kind of thing but there just there hasn't been for a very very long time as somebody just said in chat gta 6 has mm. a big possibility to being absolutely huge especially the rp scene and things like that um but yeah, man, single player games, it's, it's, you've either watched it once and you see the story or you've played it once and you've, you know, gotten your, your stuff across. And then it's just, you're done. Like you're done with that. It's like watching a movie. You can't, you can't just watch the same movie all the time, but you can uh, play the same multiplayer game all the time or, or want to go see the pros and get yourself better and that kind of thing. So yeah, it'd yeah. be, it'd be interesting. Is there anything on the horizon for you, Shroud, that, you know, could be the next big multiplayer breakout? I mean, no, I don't, I don't see any like multiplayer games coming out unless I'm missing something. Um, mainly just looking at single player games for me. I don't know if you guys know any multiplayers that are coming out. Apart from GTA six, I, I don't, everything's, I, I feel like, every, like where, how do you feel about uh, like the battle Royale era? Is it, are, do you think it's over? in terms of more games coming out to try to get into that. Is, is it, is it taking the same route as like MOBAs did right where so many MOBAs came out and now the dust is settled and like there's league and there's Dota and that's kind of where that's at. Is it the same for BRs where it's like apex Fortnite, maybe a little PUBG if you're in the mobile realm, like, and it's kind of done or do you think someone could still jump into the one too? Oh yeah. I guess call of duty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot. Thank you, Zeke. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing that up. I know we don't talk about it. I, yeah, I didn't want to upset bad. Shroud. That was part of his rider. He said, don't mention Call of Duty or I'm fucking out of here. And he said fucking that way. It was very aggressive. Uh, <laughs> do you think there's another BR coming out? It could be big? I think, I think yeah. I don't think BRs are done. I don't see why they would be. It's a very relatively simple genre to make. I just think people need to get a little, more, little bit more creative with it. Um, and I don't think it's going to be like a MOBA where... Because like, BRs are, in my eyes, BRs are meant to be fun. They're not meant to be competitive esports kind of games. Now, some of the popular ones are kind of trying to do that, but I think we could just take a step back and we can go, we can go back to like the fun BRs. And I think that's what's going to be the next BRs. The next one that just cares about having... Their players have a good time. Well, I think we'll have something. I don't know when. Hopefully soon. What's the best BR for you right now? Ooh, I don't. Pl- I don't play a lot of BRs. Yeah, I, I would say I, I haven't played one in so long. To interject, what I saw you're playing DayZ last night. Is where? Where do you? What is DayZ? Just a survival game? Is that what you would classify it as? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a survival game. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I mean it has BR modes actually that it if if I remember correctly it kind of started it didn't didn't yeah didn't the Survivor games kind of start the BR genre and yeah. then after that like Player Unknown made his actual battle royale and whatnot but anyway yeah survival game and my favorite BR right now I don't I'm not playing them but it's still gonna be Apex like always hands down I'm I'm always a fan of Apex even if I'm not playing it yeah. Trying to think, like, how how much time have you not? Uh, I don't want to bring it back up, but how much time have you spent with Call of Duty? Right, that seems to be the craze, isn't there? The new BR dropping relatively soon for that. Yeah, I mean, I played a decent bit of Warzone one, and I played a lot of Blackout, which was you know kind of before Warzone. I think it was Black Ops three, maybe. Uh, but the current one, um, Modern Warfare two, I'm not really, not really vibing with. There is a new BR, like you said, coming out, but there's also DMZ, which is coming out, and it's supposed to be their Tarkov kind of game mode. So I'm more so looking at that rather than Warzone 2. Have they put, I I know they've mentioned it, like you just said, but have they really put out all the details for that thing, or is it still? I don't think so. I think it's just quiet. Yeah, but we'll know soon. I think it's like in a week or two. Oh, that's it's launching alongside the the new BR at the same time. Oh wow, okay. mm-hmm. <clears throat> that could be interesting for sure. A little weird, um, right? I feel like you should launch it at least like a couple days prior to give people like let them play play that first. I feel like a lot of people are if it launches at the exact same time, they're just gonna pick one and it's gonna be Warzone, and then they're not gonna play DMZ. So that's a little worrisome, but yeah, if the game mode's good enough, I guess it'll <laughs> kind of speak for itself. Right? Yeah, a lot of. A lot of confidence in your product in that situation. Yeah. I mean, Battlefield did something similar, right? Then they launch, when that came out, they launched like Battlefield, and then they had whatever their Tarkov system was. I forget the name of it. Um, yeah, I forgot too. It was not good. It, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't anything to talk about too much, but they launched at the same time is, is why I bring it up. Um, and maybe that's why. Maybe they just don't see a huge player base um, flocking to that. Because it, it like numbers wise, I'm 
kind of talking out of my ass because I don't know what numbers Tarkov does fully, but it pales in comparison to the overall Call of Duty world, I would think, in terms of just raw oh, sure. numbers. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but isn't it weird to like make a game mode like that and just half-ass it? Like, why make it at all? If you know that the numbers aren't as big as your traditional like casual player base numbers, why even do it? Like, why half-ass it? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Might just come down More. to marketing numbers being allocated and them not, you know, wanting to shift at the end of the day. Because uh, they know one product is going to sell uh, because they have the data for that. The other one's just up in the air how it'll do. If if it does well, I guess initially maybe they push some more marketing into it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it hard to copy a game like Tarkov? Oh yeah, I think so. Big time though, and, get, and have it done well. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like so many systems in Tarkov that Tarkov's kind of a bad example. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the most well, complex. It's, it's, it's just a usually complex why... game anyway. Yeah. Let yeah. Alone, the reason like, why I bring uh, it up is because. Uh, like when the BR thing was huge, like all kinds of BRs were coming out, right? Um, and then Tarkov like had a had a big, you know, uh following and everybody was loving it and shit like that. And the only one that I've heard that is even close is that medieval one, dark and whatever. Dark and darker, yeah. There you go. Um, also like the and that's cycle. the only one that's even close to like giving you the same feeling of Tarkov. And uh, that's that's why I asked, because I, I didn't know how like it seemed like there should be more and there's just not. Well, we have like like the, there's there's a lot that have come out that aren't necessarily nearly as big. Like there's the Psycho, which is there's a futuristic take. There's Marauders, which is kind of like a steampunk space take. There there are definitely other ones as well. There's Hunt Showdown, which is similar but also has some very important differences. Um, but it it's you know it's it's a genre at this point. It's a genre, and there's more on the way as well. So it's you know it's it's definitely a extraction shooters are definitely a thing. Yeah, I don't know if you guys like I talked about on the show. I probably have, but. Um, I actually, like, before anyone had ever even heard of it, uh, this was many years ago, I actually, uh, was at a, uh, PAX or a con or something, and I sat down with some of the devs from, like, two of the devs from Escape from Tarkov, and they're like, we got this new game we're working on, yada yada, it's gonna be like this, gonna be the most realistic, yada yada yada, and those guys were by far the most serious fucking devs I've ever met in my, like, you know, the two years i was doing dev interviews like every month like those guys were just like there was no like jovialness to them they were all about the game and that's it Where, do you remember if one of them was named <laughs> is it uh nikita in that nikita. The, yeah i don't one? remember names. Okay. i really don't i'm gotcha. sorry yeah he's he's nikita, pretty... nikita is renowned for being incredibly uh uh like immersed in his product and his world yeah he's, he's a pretty great guy yeah yeah I, I had a feeling that I was probably the wrong person to do that interview because I was like, uh, you know, asking like the surface questions and what they really wanted to be asked was like, like how much, you know, uh, uh, mass per square inch do you need to squeeze a trigger <laughs> and how accurate the bullet ricocheting off of an oak tree sounds like that kind of shit. That's what they wanted to be asked. That's their and shit, like, man. They love the that. guns are. Tell me about the guns. <laughs> they love them. They love everything about them, right? And that—that's kind of what I think. That's when you're asking, like, how hard is it to copy Tarkov? That's why, right? Because like Tarkov gets into that shit, and they have been what in development for like five years or something like that. The thing about Tarkov is the developers are all in. 
So they picked an extraction shooter, which is one of the reasons Tarkov is awesome. But to put it bluntly, whatever genre they would have picked for their game, they would have probably been amazing at the end of the day with this, with the depth and the kind of care they put into it. So, but yeah, they are they're incredibly serious. They still do streams all the time, and there's huge updates still coming to the game. So it's uh it's wild. I'm still going back. I'm going back to it. Hell, when Streets comes out, yeah, um, which is yeah, doing not too much longer. I think. Yeah, whenever they announce yeah, the game's amazing. The next reset. I'm sure everyone will jump back in. It's kind of how it is with well, yeah, Tarkov. Have you put hours in a, a Tarkov Shroud or not? Your thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I mean, I've played a, I've played a lot. The okay. past few updates have been kind of underwhelming. I think everybody, like, like Toe was saying, is kind of waiting for streets. They're waiting for that new, exciting map, especially because it sounds super ambitious. Um, but each, I'll be honest, each wipe for me gets a, it gets a little bit more dull. And it might just be because they're not adding enough, or maybe I'm just sick of the whole wipe thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's I'm fair. wondering if it's uh, like a matter of, like, I know there's certain certain games that I hear that get brought up, like, because of new seasons. And, like, I guess wipes are the seasons of Tarkov, right? Um Maybe it's a matter of doing like the the uh, the POE thing and like adding completely new shit, like like wacky, weird, like you know, testing stuff. Although wacky and weird, like I said, probably not. A, yeah, it not goes a against their grain for right? that dev team. But I mean, it worked for POE. You know, they add like some shit. Some seasons suck for a lot of people, and some people like just take the fuck off. So I'm wondering if that's the the, the method that they need to, or something I, like I that. For me. I think for me is just the loop that you do because the game's quest system is very like it hasn't changed much. It's very structured in the certain path that like you're supposed to take. So whenever you load up the game on a wipe, you're doing the same exact quest in the same exact order. And sometimes they incorporate new quests, but still you're doing the same quest and going to the same exact spots for it. I feel like that's the problem. I don't want to you could just say, all right, well, then don't do quests. But that feels like that's the purpose for me. The purpose is to finish the quest and unlock new stuff and kind of feel like I'm completing the game a little bit. But it's always the same exact path. If it just, if it like, even if it just like scrambled the quests in random order, that would make me happier than what it is now, playing the same exact order. They might have already put this information out there, but when that game like launches, right, whenever it is 1.0, if that ever even happens, are they still going to do like resets? Like what, what will be the, the thing to like pull players back in where resets are the thing to pull players back in? Have they commented on that? Do you, have you seen anything about that shroud? Um, I, I, I'm under the impression that I don't think they're going to do resets. I think it'll just be like a MMO type ordeal where it's just like, this is your character and this is where you're at and just level it up and get to the end. Um, but it's going to, I think it's going to be the POE route too, right? Where it's the two different modes where they have like league mode versus standard accounts or whatever POE does. They'll probably do that. That's probably the smart choice, but I don't think it's going to get to 1.0. Seasons. Gonna... Really? You don't think so? No, I don't think it's going to finish. I think it's going to get to a certain point where they've put in too much time and too much money and they're not making enough money and they're going to cancel the whole thing. And they're going to just like, by cancel, I mean, they're going to pick an update they're going to end it off there and say, yeah, we're done. And then they're going to go make another game. They can't do this forever. They're not gaining that many new players each time new wipes happen. 
they're not making there there's no microtransactions they're not they can't do this forever you know it's it's just going to end at one point and nobody's going to be happy it's going to suck but i think that's what i think that's going to happen yeah i mean interesting it, judging by at least viewership on twitch which you know isn't worth shit really in the grand scheme of things how many people are playing it but it does you know it has been on decline almost every reset uh as opposed to like when it was huge and everyone was playing it um there's not much variance in the gameplay it, it is tarkov is tarkov at the end of the day um and, and people yeah, i just i just think i mean if they pivot to microtransactions sure keep going they could make this thing for the next 20 years probably right but they're really stern on not having microtransactions and i respect that but inevitably that might be the reason why they have to cancel this whole thing and just stop and move on to something else yeah uh I guess I'm fishing for a soundbite here, but I am curious for your take on it. What do you think of Doc's game? <laughs> I mean, it's not... I've talked about it a little bit before. It's not really a game. There's nothing there yet. You know, this, it could be something, but as of right now, there's nothing to go off of. Yep. So it's kind of hard to talk about. Yeah. Know? Has he tried to pull you in or talk to you about it at all? Or have you looked at anything or played it yourself? No, I've looked at the, I've looked at like some of the streams, I think that they did, they did that event or whatever. And it was just a bunch of, you know, kind of placeholder kind of situation. Yeah. But it, yeah, like there, there wasn't much to go off of. I don't really know what to say, but he, he never messaged me about it or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's kind of all the questions I have for Shroud exclusively, Zeke or Ko, if you have any other topics you want to jump into. Now we can kind of move into releases and all that stuff. I did write down two questions. Sure. First round. Uh, first question. What's it like being good at things? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Those viewers you know, who want to know. It's, it's great. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm, good at, I'm good at one thing and it's games. So I'm glad I at least have one thing. You probably have more things that you're better at than me. So. You're sweet, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, there, there is one actual question that I think uh, that I'm interested in hearing the answer to, um, because I have this a lot, and I wonder if you have this too. Is there something like, be it a game or be it like whatever, uh, cooking or whatever? Uh, is there something you're not good at, but you keep trying anyway? <laughs> um. You consistently do badly at. I'm saying. <laughs> no, I get I get what you're saying, but I quickly. I'm the kind of person that when I realize I'm really bad at something and I give it a couple goes, I just like accept that I'm not going to be good at it and I don't go back and do it. It's probably okay. not a good way of looking at it. A good example might be RTS games. Um, there was a point in time where I was grinding StarCraft two, and I was like, yeah, like I'm bad at RTS. I'm going to go hard and you know, figure this genre out because it's like my weakest genre. And I got to like gold and gave up. I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. I'm never going to be good at RTS. I've accepted that. It's fine. I gave it a fair shot. I played it for like, I don't know, two weeks. But I just realized there was too much depth in that game. And I was like, nah, I'm out. What uh, what so, race were you playing? I was playing um, uh, Terran. Okay. That, that matches. That tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I don't that. understand how it makes sense. I don't know the game very well. 
Yeah, I, I spent way too. I spent way too much time in the StarCraft Two world. So that, you seem like a Terran player. I don't. You, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Seems about right. Uh, that's actually a good question for my chat. Um, is there something that, uh, that the I, I guess t- to rephrase the thing that I was asking before, something that you enjoyed, like, is there something that you enjoy but were bad, like, but are bad at? Because you said you quit most things. Is there still something out there that you enjoy but you're not very good at it? That's the thing. I don't like being good at things. So like that's why I quit. I was, sorry, I don't. Whoa, 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 I, don't like <laughs> I don't like this. Just in. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why I end up quitting them, right? I don't like being. I don't like being bad at them. So honestly, no. If there's something that I quickly realize that I'm bad at, I give up. It's a bad mentality, but I, I give up and I say I'm bad at this, and I just don't touch whatever that is again. We recently got into. Um, me and Hannah, we recently got into Warhammer. So we're building our first oh, miniatures shit. and we're painting our first miniatures. And I'm not a very good painter. I'm not a very creative person. But just yesterday, we painted our first miniatures and it wasn't that bad. I, w- I want to say I did all right. And I'm going to continue pursuing it and see if I can get a little better. Have you showed it off? No, I haven't showed it. We're, g- we're probably going to take a picture of it like okay. today. And then we're going to do another picture when we finish our whole army and then do like a big kind of group picture it's fun do you, have you announced what type of army going. you're building yeah 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 it's uh we're starting with the chaos space marines we're kind of building it together and then we're going to pick another set and then actually play the game after we're done two armies and we'll play against each other yeah there i my wife paints warhammer stuff uh for like relaxation she uses there's some type of thing that you put over the paint after you're done that i'm blanking on chat will hopefully help me here soon Packer? Yeah, there's like a specific thing for Warhammer figures um, in terms of the finish. Yeah, like a, I guess a wash or a varnish or a contrast paint or something. And it makes dog shit look great. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. So you should try to get whatever that's called in the Warhammer world. I think, yeah, I think, honestly, I think Hannah, I was done my, my miniature and Hannah like grabbed it and she said, okay, like, let me, let me use this like, wash and it was like really really wet and i was super scared i'm like oh god no you're gonna ruin it and she's like no it's fine and she just threw this thing all over it and it just looks like it, it's just like glowing like hd and i'm like wow yeah wash helped whatever it was shade or whatever it's called yeah i did G-code. i i was also awful we did a sponsored stream for i forgot what set it was it, it wasn't 40k i think it was for their uh fantasy set um and it was i did awful yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Sigmar stuff, Age of Sigmar stuff, when they announced that line, I think, sometime in the past year. Um, I remember watching your stream, I think. Oh, God. And then, yeah, mine was awful. And then we put the wash on. I was like, I did that. Like, that's pretty good, right? Like, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was proud so of it. Really ugly, but to you, you're like, I made this. Yeah. yeah. I made this. It was great. It was great. Uh, I, I did have one more question that I, I meant to ask in the opening. You've obviously uh, come into a lot of wealth. What's like your prized possession out of all that? What's the one thing that you're like, fuck yeah, I can finally get this. I got that. And are you, if you're comfortable talking about it, is it the house? Yeah, my house. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I mean. I spend all my time in a house. So like for the longest time when I was streaming and, you know, renting and renting from house to house, moving every year. Cause I didn't feel like I didn't find the right spot. Um, 
to finally say like I found the right spot and be super confident and happy about it is great. That's that's what I wanted. Awesome. Great. Yeah. What about a, a a luxury item? Like something that you don't need but you want it anyway. Not really. I don't have many luxury items. I have a couple watches. Um okay. but it's they're nothing like crazy, you know. It's not like this not like five hundred thousand dollar watch or anything, you know what I mean? I don't go too crazy with it. Um it's just mainly four, because yeah, just for <laughs> no, mainly because like I think it's I don't know, it's I, I think it's kind of weird to just like drop hundreds of thousands of dollars on these crazy hot items like jewelry, for example. Like, imagine having millions of dollars in jewelry. That just seems crazy to me, and it also kind of feels like you kind of put a target on your back a little bit, right? So even if I did have millions of dollars of jewelry, I don't think I'd ever say it. That's just weird, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that uh, chair, by the way, behind you. I'm just curious. The one over in the corner. <laughs> you're, so, you're, you're, I know what that chair costs because I know what that chair is. Do you sit in it often? Not often, no. <laughs> but it's very comfortable when I is do. Is it? Oh, okay. Yes, right. it's great. No, it's great. <laughs> the reason I don't let our cats in this room is because of that chair, though. That's how much it value it has because i don't want it to lose the value right? right maybe i'll sell it one day yeah i mean it's it's definitely it's it's about a six grand chair so yeah it's got some value in it it's it's, it's pricing uh zeke you were gonna ask some no i i this was on the the previous topic we we're talking about being bad at stuff so you're saying that <laughs> there is there is a game out there that i might be good at i just gotta quit all the stuff that i'm bad at yeah, huh? exactly. Okay. Focus on one thing, one at a time. Okay, so uh, I have over 2,000 games in my Steam library, so get rid of all of those and just start new. Yeah, and then if you want to like really double down on this because you keep bringing it up, play a strategy <laughs> game. Get better at a strategy game better than me. And there you go. You, say you, could, you, you could say you're better at a game than me. Isn't that great? Yeah. In four years, you know we'll have that Shroud be... back on. And we can have yep. him fight you in, in strategy games. I'm telling you, Starcraft, man, if that ever happens, that's going to be in my fucking Twitter profile, like, forever. It's just going to be like, I beat Shroud at, like, fucking Connect 4. You would shit. just put, I beat Shroud at games. Yeah. But you wouldn't name what the game is. It's just, I beat Shroud at games. Better yep. gamer than Shroud. Better gamer than Shroud. Yeah. And you could just put an asterisk, but never define what that actually meant and what it is. Yeah, that's the plan. Cool. Let's, uh, we could spend, we could spend like 15 minutes. I think God of War is kind of on all of our radars. It's coming out this next week. Reviews hit. Seems to be great. Just like the first one. Shroud, are you diving in? Are you, where are you at with God of War first off? So I did not play God of War when it came out on PlayStation because I just don't really play console games. Um, I waited for it to come out on PC. I thought it would come out sooner than it did. But hey, it eventually came out. I played it. It was freaking amazing. I loved it. The worrisome thing is the new God of War is on console. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up until it comes on PC. Does does the... is can you be persuaded with their, you know, HDMI 2.1 variable refresh rate where it's like 1800K to 2160, so almost 4K? 
and it's like 40 FPS. <laughs> Does that sway you enough? Uh, no, <laughs> you know, that's the, it's the it's the 40 FPS that really, really grinds my gears. Also, isn't the PlayStation 5, doesn't it not support 1440? They do now. I, they've patched that in. Over, yeah, okay. recently. Um, and so it kind of I, I think you can push 1440 on it. It's got 1080p. Is it 1080p 120? They have like a billion modes in terms of video uh, that they've put out. They have they actually did some marketing on it and like made some graphics to try and put all that stuff out there. But it you're kind of sitting around, you know, 60-ish if you want to run. Uh, I think it's 1100 is like 4K, uh, 1100p up to 4K. Uh, it's 60, and it runs pretty much a solid 60. And uh, I think Digital Foundry said they like dipped it at once or twice, but... It's not a PC ultimately, right? Like you can't push 4K at 100 frames the entire time. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, you wouldn't be getting that PC experience, that's for sure. But it's not bad. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of what I look for whenever I game anything, even if it's a single player game. I don't know. I'm weird, I guess. Yeah. Did Did you like it, by the way? Are you a huge fan of it? The game itself on PC when you play? Yeah. It? No, it was great. Yeah. God of War One was freaking amazing and it, it kind of bums me out a little bit that i i mean i could obviously play it but that i might not play it because it's on console and i i, I maybe i'll try it you know maybe i'll maybe maybe it's not that bad maybe i'll open it up and maybe it'll actually run like something that i'm comfortable with but i remember running what was it a spider-man game and it like barely ran 30 fps and it it just it was nauseating I mean, seriously so maybe i'll open it up but overall god of war was incredible yeah i think for uh, i don't want to speak for zeke and co but i want to say it was our game of the year on drop frames and funny enough 2018 i guess last last year that you were on that's when i want to say god of war shipped uh zeke how you uh, where, where are you at with like the fandom of it going into this week are you through the moon hyped are you gonna play it off stream where, where are you at with it oh that is yeah it's it's 100% an off-stream game for me. Um, it's it's one of those that uh, the first one impressed me so much, and I had such a good time. Like, it, not that I play games <laughs> fast, but it, like, it's more so I want to pay attention to it. And a lot of the times when I'm playing a game and streaming it, I'm paying attention. You know, my my attention is split uh, between chat and and the game itself. And I'm, I'm I miss a lot of shit. Even you know any games that I play, I'll I'll miss shit just because I'm talking in chat and stuff. And this is one of those games that I I do want to you know give my full attention to, and uh, it just it, it, but it delivered. That's the thing. I I don't feel bad about that because it really delivers on all kinds of different you know audio, visual, gameplay, dialogue, all the levels that I want from a game. It really does. And uh, I don't know if that makes me like a bandwagon fan or something like that, but like fuck it, man, they're so good so good yeah it's unbelievably good and it appeals to like so many different uh senses that yeah i'm gonna definitely take my time with it sit in the dark just just one just just one monitor on which is not usually how i play video games that's, i have all I don't, my monitors on i don't even know what that's like i couldn't imagine <laughs> i might be bored <laughs> with, with just the game in front of me i don't know if i could actually handle that but also uh it's the hype games don't normally do very well for me, like mm. financially or business-wise, I guess you could say. 
Yeah. Like every if everybody's playing a game, like I will be sucking like the the dirty, like rotten nipple at the end, like can I get some viewers? <laughs> and nothing. I get Zippo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- historically, at least new releases, unless you're in the top, uh, Co probably knows the, the data better than I do, but top maybe three, four spots, you're not going to see any new viewers, right? Like It's it's like the top 10-ish, but I mean, especially these days when you factor in non-English speaking channels, all yeah. that as well, um, it's, it's a huge audience, huge, huge audience. And I do, I like my niche, the, someone in my chat said. I like, I like the, the idea that if people don't want to watch God of War and for spoilers because they're playing themselves or whatever, like, I won't be playing it, so you can always come over here. Sure, yeah. Co, where are you at in terms of hype for it? Uh, I am in, I'm incredibly excited for it. Uh, as somebody who really liked the original God of War, but I was definitely not in the camp where it's like, you know, this is the best game ever made kind of thing. Um, God of War Ragnarok seems to be everything the first one was and more. Uh, I did see some very cool commentary about how some of the best moments in the game are in side questing, which I absolutely love. Uh, maybe do like a hundred percent run of it. And yeah, I'm, I'm overall extremely excited to play it. I'm, I'm looking forward to not only exploring all the mechanics in the world and everything, but just seeing the culmination of the story. I really enjoyed the end of the first one. I thought the reveal was fantastic. They're going a very cool direction with it. So it'll be cool to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to hear your take on it uh as the the father of the show if that makes sense. Uh cuz it the first one seemed to resonate with you in that way as well. And oh, yeah. so I'm curious what this one does story-wise to see how it resonates, you know, with people that uh have kids. Um and people that do not like me and Zeke. So we'll definitely bring that that uh topic up next weekend. Uh most of the reviews I said or I I read/saw um said that the combat is pretty much the same you know they have a couple new new tricks new tools and things like that um but that the story for this one is like king uh and that it is um, a better story all around than the first one and i thought the first one was great to begin with so got me pretty excited to to see all that i'd be very careful also a lot of the reviews and i mean a lot of the reviews have some spoilers in them uh, uh there's also full story spoilers going around yes there's also that like like everything yeah the game every bit of the game that can be spoiled is being spoiled the game sold early and they actually put out like some tweets saying hey we're sorry be careful you know block the words that you want to block uh type deal so that's all out there turns out and kind of weird a lot of people are really shitty yeah i know that's kind of that's kind of wild but oh we didn't here we are man i didn't even think so uh twitter huh (laughs) yeah twitter's uh it's a place (laughs) twitter's been fun (laughs) the past week that's that's a word sure that's used to describe it i'll apply fun to that uh i don't know where i'm going i personally don't want to talk about it i'd rather not talk about it yeah are you tired Uh, of hearing about it it took me so goddamn long to get that fucking check mark (laughs) so like so many like like contacting so many different people like how about you can you do it how about you can you get another just fucking giving it to you for eight bucks oh that's just wonderful you don't have to submit any fucking articles from the internet with your fucking real name in it you don't have to like get you know you fucking 20 people to vouch to say that you are who you are you don't have to give them a fucking license or fucking id or nothing you know yeah, Zeke's fine with it. 
Yeah, Scored Zeke's it. he's he's, he's you know it. he's dealing with it in the moment. It is it is what it is. He's seeing his therapist about it. Yeah, uh, I guess the two questions that I'll ask about this, and we can go wherever we want, topic wise. Uh, are you going to pay the eight bucks? I will not. If 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 you're uh, fearful of saying one way or the other, I don't think I'm going to pay the eight dollars. Only because it's, my it's just, just going to put a target on your back of like, wow, this guy paid the eight bucks to stay verified. Dude, like, I, I don't want to deal am. with that. I I started. I've got Twitter blue. Oh, you did Twitter blue. Elon even bought it. So like, I I I write so many dumb tweets. It's so dude. For those that don't know, if you have Twitter blue and you and you hit send on a tweet, a timer pops up, and it's like you have thirty seconds before we send the tweet. Do you want to unsend it? And that has saved my ass countless times since I've gotten Twitter blue. Countless times already. So I mean, like I was already paying for it so for me i don't really care but at the same time like so many people are now are are like yeah man i can't wait for this checkmark to go away so i'm not you know sucking elon's big marbles and it's like but i i want to be able to unsend my tweets man like i don't can i well those are two different things are they are they not or is it being folded into one they're all rolling into one thing basically what he's doing is he's moving the verified to twitter blue and increasing the price from what i understand is it three so, bucks like, for blue a month? Well, dude, not only that. So he said uh, on some talk show, uh, I of course going around Twitter, and who knows if it's actually him? Because now there's about a, a bajillion Elon Musk's on Twitter. Which so is who knows great. If this is really That's awesome. Um, I love. It's fantastic but I, but to watch. I heard that he said somewhere on like an interview or something that your timeline is going to start prioritizing the people that are verified. And he he made the comment where it's like, yeah, if you're not verified, you know, if you're a bot or something, you'll be way down there at the bottom. So it's like, that's gonna. It's going to completely change the platform, like a hundred percent change the platform. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's, it's what's happening to Twitter. It's a mess, dude. Twitter is a mess. It was already a mess. It was already a mess. And yeah. now it's like, it's like taking a spoon and just mixing it up even more. It's, it's just a, well, and the, it's, I put up a tweet a little bit ago. I saw your tweet. Said, I stayed said, away from what your do tweet. We do after Twitter. <laughs> and here's the thing. I wasn't, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, Elon bought Twitter. I'm out of here. I'm moving to Canada. You know, I'm not one of those people because I, I don't care. It's a platform. I don't care who owns it. My tweet when I said that was more like, what are we going to do when Twitter implodes? What are we going to do when Twitter doesn't work anymore? What are we going to do when, when Elon wakes up one day and says, you know what? I spent too much on this and it's not profitable. Off switch. That's the, that's what I meant by my tweet. Like, what do we do after Twitter? What do we do if we wake up and Twitter's gone? Where do we go next? Um, and of course, a lot of people are like, he'll never do that. He's paid too much. But dude, when you think about how much he paid for that company and how much he actually owns, and when it gets to a point where it's just losing him money every hour, he's the kind of person where he's going to, like, he just makes decisions on a whim. So I absolutely feel that he at one point may just be like, screw this, I'm out. And just like sell it to a hedge fund or turn it off for now and fix it and deal with it later. Like I, I absolutely think that that he would do something that drastic and and stupid. I could completely see him turning it off and being like, everyone go to Parler or some other company I made a deal with because <laughs> they're you know they they do more that I like. So go go to there. I'm just gonna turn off Twitter. Yeah. Um. Because he can. He absolutely can do that. He's a troll. He's one of the richest trolls in the world, and he loves trolling people. And he knows it'd be an ultimate troll. So absolutely something like that could happen. So that's what my tweet meant. My my tweet was just like, what do we do when there's no more Twitter? Yeah. Because uh, I seriously think that's a possibility. So do I. It, 100%. It, it's been weird. I've I've spent an uh, unfortunate amount of time thinking like, if Twitter didn't exist, 
I don't know if I could contact Shroud, for example, right? Because like sure. me and Shroud yeah. interact on Twitter or DMs, and that's how we communicate. And so yeah. essentially I would, if Twitter didn't exist, I'd have to like go in his stream chat and spam him <laughs> until he answers Eish. me. Hey, Shroud! <laughs> you, like, sub to him 10,000 people. I dropped, like, 100 subs. So he would turn and notice me. Hey, want to come on DF? Yeah. So it, it's, like, that's what I worry about is the just the amount of, like, uh, you know, connections on social media through Twitter that I've made and that being the primary way of communicating with them. Because uh, I don't think, I, I don't know if the if, if it will just, you know, die at a snap if they'll just turn it off but a lot of those people are leaving i've seen a, a ton of people that i communicate with that are like hey i'm gonna be leaving blah 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 any mutuals check me out yeah. on discord mastodon and whatever You'll find my mastodon link yeah 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 and so that's what i worry about is just the communication aspect of it um because you don't really i i didn't really think about how much i like use twitter for communication i don't in terms of, you know, it's probably better because I think a lot of people uh, for Twitter just use it as like, in a weird way, their therapy. They're like therapist. They just like put out feelings and whatnot into the ether and like, sure, you know, you can use it forever you want to. But for me, it's like communicating with people uh, that I would miss. So I've often uh, crowdsourced my own feelings. Yeah. How yeah, do I feel about this? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me how I feel about this. Thank you. I am I am angry and yeah. a little embarrassed. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, like the echo chamber that that term's been thrown around about a billion times in the past week, right? Uh, but it, it's it's true for the most part. We all kind of create our own little echo chambers um, on any social media, um, on anything really, uh, in, in most places. That's that's life. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say sucks. I love how they put a shitty name on on like have like making friends. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. You like how do you make friends? You like some of the same things. Yes. That's my echo. That's an echo chamber. It's like, okay, if you want to call it that, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like we go to we go to horror movies because we like horror movies. Oh, echo chamber. Why don't you go to fucking rom coms? Because <laughs> we don't like them. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Shroud, any any thoughts on the whole Twitter stuff? I don't know. I never really thought about it from Coe's POV of just like you're right. He's a troll. He could just say, fuck it, I'm burning money. Let's just get rid of this thing. Who cares? I did not think about that at all. And that's a very, very, very likely possibility. But he's also going to try to make it as profitable as possible. And that's I think too. he does money. I think he'll figure it out, right? I hope because I wouldn't want to see Twitter just disappear. I don't Thanks. care about the whole clarification thing. What I do care a little bit about, which I didn't know until I think yesterday, I thought that the $8 verification was still going to be like vetted. You know, I thought you'd still need oh, no. to. Yeah. Apparently you just pay the $8 and you it's, got it's a it. subservice. It's a subscription service. It's Twitter blue, which yeah, anyone think, can sign up for. Yeah. I think why not? I, I like the Twitter blue that it is now where you can have it. Like why not have the Twitter blue and you can subscribe for what you have currently co. And then to get the verification badge, you should still be verified. I think it's really weird that you can just get a badge. I didn't know the, that it worked with that. I think the big thing with Elon, and, and I'm not going to lie here, is this point absolutely does have some merit. The, the point is, is that Twitter got incredibly political with how it handled a lot of that stuff. And, and because of that, they tainted the whole thing. 
they didn't they and and now because of that i think he wants to stay away from it so as far as i understand he doesn't plan on doing any type of verification correct me if i'm wrong chat but like and and he he's not he doesn't plan on doing anything like that he wants it to be a a literally a platform that anyone can do anything on and then he wants to have rules that people just have to follow those rules but he's the way that he's going about it obviously is going to it is in sensing the people who went through the previous process even though it was completely political at the end of the day so it's it's just there's no easy way to fix it but he doesn't like the way that it was done and now he owns the company so so he's just going to do what he wants to do yeah. in that regard yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, I think the whole, I don't, yeah, I, okay. Somebody said in chat, he said there would be an additional identifier for people that were already verified. So there's, okay. There's a second tag that will go under people's names. That is the new verification method. People are saying, okay. So it looks like there may be some system huh. there has that would be there. It doesn't make any sense for them to come out with the $8 thing. And then anyone could be verified. That just doesn't, that literally makes no sense. They're going to have even what he's trying to fix of all the bots and the copycats, you're just going to have more of them. So there has to be some form of verification. That'd be crazy. So I would. That is weird. I, I, and that, that brings up a whole, like, okay, but the whole point was getting rid of, rid of the blue check mark. But so I guess he's just going to make his own blue check mark and it's not going to be blue anymore. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> like, I, now, 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 see, that throws the whole thing on its head. Like, why would, why would he make any of these changes in Money. that case? Like, why? I guess, but I mean, why wouldn't you just, okay. Anyway, I don't, okay. <laughs> so is he, is he taking away the non-paid checks? Yes. Like people are the, like, okay. So the those, current those are going verified away. mark. Okay. From what, from what chat is saying, the current mark that indicates if you're verified is going to be moved under a pay subscription service that anyone can get. And then right. there will be a new tag that takes the place of what was the politicized blue mark system. So he's he's basically changing what the current verification mark does into something else, and then making a new verification mark that he will then oversee. Right? I didn't know about the second verification thing. It's going to be a red check. <laughs> oh boy, I'm sure. Okay, talk about political. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's all just fucking. It's just a mess. It it's just an absolute mess. Yeah. And and the so worst I, part, like talking about politics, Tuesday's a pretty big day here in the U.S. Uh, and for all this to like be going down now, where a lot of people get their information from Twitter as primary news source, kind of oh, awful shit. timing. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I might. I don't know if I'm gonna either stream. I might just get a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and just watch it and drink the whole time and like you know do the do the, i did this one year i think i did a drinking game where it's like if if you know such and such happens take a drink or such and such happens like there's websites for it yeah so, you, so you would be like the the opposite of hassan abi where like he'll be providing news updates and everything happening in the u.s you would just drink to the news Oh, I'm. I, I will be providing uh, sentence fragments and fart noises. The whole time. Like this fucking guy. We're gonna go over to the board and That's check on the check on so and so county, and you just throw your bottle of liquor. Like, I broke my monitor. Damn it. Great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. No, I voted. I already voted. I, I put my ballot in. There you go. We have the, we have the, yeah. the early vote. Everybody gets mailed one where I live. So. Yeah. Yeah, just cosplays like Wolf Blitzer or someone. 
Oh yeah. God. Be great. <laughs> Who's the worst political pundit out there? I want to be that guy. Or that uh, I think Whoever answering is. that is our, is a political uh, response. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. You know, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You'd have to do half and half to appease both audiences. You'd have to go like Wolf Blitzer or Tucker and Tucker Carlson, right? Like both same. I'll be Wolf Tuck. Wolf Tuck. I don't know any of these people. I don't know what. (laughs) Yeah, are you are you that removed from from Paul? Like the the I guess the world or politics is maybe not necessarily the world, but for the for the most part, like yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So Zeke can be Tucker Carlson. AP, you be, you be Wolf Blitzer. I want to be Alex Jones. Can I be Alex Jones? <laughs> you know oh, Alex man. Jones? Okay. Yeah, I know right. him. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, all you have to do to do that is just dress up like the Monopoly guy on that card where he's like pulling out empty pockets like... Meh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that comment, let's take a break. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We'll come back. We'll talk uh, what we've been playing. I know Shroud's uh, been playing a bunch of stuff. Co has been on in a month, so he's been playing a ton of stuff. Uh, we haven't really talked about Gotham Knights at all. That was a newer release. Uh, Zeke's always playing a, a ton of games. A release. Yeah, yeah. I, you did a sponsored stream for it, right, Kosi? You played it? I did. Okay. I yes, know. I, I think all three of us did. I think Shroud played after the sponsored stream a little bit. I, I know. I, I don't know if you finished it. I played a little bit after sponsored stream, so we'll... We'll jump into that and have some discussion on it. It should be a doozy. May I point out that if you want to see the smile of a politician, just rewind it like a minute and watch Coase smile when he says, I did. When he has to be playing Gotham Knights, like, I did. Like, there it is. That's a face I'll vote for. (laughs) Well, we'll see what we have to say about uh, Gotham Knights and everything else that we've been playing. When we come back, we'll be right back. We'll drop frames. After that, we'll see you then. Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half here of the old drop frames. Let's talk some Gotham Knights. Uh, I Where do we want to begin? Uh, Shroud, how far did you get in this game? Did you finish it? I did not. Okay. I, I need to get back into it, but I'm not. <laughs> Co, how far did you get in your sponsored stream? I got uh, to like the probably second or third main mission. I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of beelined it between the the main missions, and yeah, that was that was experience. Yeah, let, uh, talk <laughs> about it. like what you didn't like it. I is I'm getting a a strong sense of you disliking the game. <laughs> yes, I I. Here's the thing. I have played previous Batman games and I felt like they were, the combat was really tight and I loved the counter system and it really, there was like a flow to it that was really fun. Um, the worlds were really interesting and, you know, had a lot going on and it was, they, they felt like they were really something cool and special. Um, with Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights is an okay game. It's not, it's not a, it's not a bad game but it's not like the other games really at all. The combat is much slower. It's not as varied. Um, it's, it's more, it's, it's, it's just clunky. It feels clunky. Um, not only that, but the cities felt pretty uninspired. And I just, by the time I was done with my two hour stream, I was just kind of like, ah, you know, like not, not really feeling it. And in fact, I turned down a second sponsor stream. 
um because i just it just wasn't for me when I, I i think i i put too much stock in it feeling like the other batman games and it just doesn't feel like the other batman so your reverence for for batman comes from the games that you played not necessarily for just the character at large right Oh, keep keep in mind, I I am not a comic book guy. I'm not yeah, a that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Guy, absolutely, I I am a gamer. So for me, the the biggest things that that speak to me are the game mechanics, how immersive the games make me feel, that kind of thing. And I felt like the previous Batman games were, in my opinion, just so much better games um, than than this one. Uh, in terms of like how it made me feel, how the combat system felt, how the upgrade system felt. I really don't like the super generic power system that this one has with the crafting components and stuff. It felt very, um, it's very contrived and, and tacked on. Um, it, it, lot, lots of little things made it add up to where I was just not really having a great time with this. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I feel like the worst thing going for this game is that the other Arkham games exist. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, I would, I would agree with you, but I mean, there, there's certain things about this game that I would just say are generally not good in these types of games, like the armor, the, the weapon and armor system being a, a good example. It's just, it's incredibly uninspired how, how rudimentary and basic the whole premise is. Um, it was very basic. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, for me, the biggest draw was the story. Um, and I, I thought I, I got to like Shroud, you might have played further than I did. I got to like chapter four, and I think that's about halfway through the game. I think there's eight chapters total. Um mm -hmm. and I was interested in that. I ended up uh the after the week it came out, I I traveled for something and I came back and like at that point the game had, you know, essentially died on Twitch. Uh and so there was no interest for me to like play it for views. Um and so I just ended up not finishing and, and not going back to it. But uh shroud for you we're watching some footage here this i think is pretty early on what what are your thoughts on it in general and, and maybe to even start like where are you in terms of being a batman fan or a dc fan so i'm obviously i'm with co here i'm not like a huge comic guy but i will do the ex like a, a small extra step where i kind of do like go on like wikis and kind of get a breakdown on certain characters and understand them a little bit better before i get into it I just don't read the comics, but in terms of this game, I I think it's a little bit better than an okay game. I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. And to touch on the combat with what Ko was talking about, I love the Batman games. I love the Arkham games. They were great. And it doesn't feel like them at all, which is not a bad thing. The Arkham games is more about kind of countering and stacking your combos and then using an ability relative to the combos that you stack. Pretty fun, honestly. The combat system in, in Arkham is fun. I also think the, the combat system in this game is fun too, but it's different because what the combat system in this game is all about timing. So it's all about time strikes. You get more momentum, which is the bar at the bottom right, relative to timing your strikes. So you don't just spam your attack key. You have a, there's a, there's a rhythm to it. You know, you swing, swing 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 and like it depends on the character they have like a five or six chain and if you can chain the whole thing right you build a lot of momentum and if you're doing it right you should be able to use two or three abilities in every single fight which makes it feel like the arkham games it's super super weird 
and it has no counters, which sucks, but it does still have a pretty fun combat system to me anyway. But I didn't understand that until I got about six to ten hours in the game. The first three hours of the game, I was just playing it and just spamming left clicks to attack. And then I realized, like, I'm not building momentum very quickly because I'm not timing my swings. I'm also not timing my dodges, which is another thing. There's a there's a like, the little what Arkham has it has like a little like circle when you're supposed to dodge. When the circle gets kind of like spiky, that's called a perfect dodge, and that's when you build even more momentum and you could do more abilities. So I actually really liked the combat, as weird as that is. I thought it was I thought it was fun and I thought it was different from Arkham, and I think that's a good thing rather than just having another game where it's another Arkham. I wouldn't have enjoyed it if it was another Arkham. I don't think. Yeah. I think I'm, I agree with you guys in the sense like it's not a bad game. It's it's a okay game. It, it's it, it's not a wow game. It's it's a game that like for me being not necessarily a comic book fan, but just a fan of like DC and a fan of the the characters from DC. And these are some pretty like deep dive characters in terms of the villains and in terms of who you can play as and some of the other characters in the game. Um, I enjoyed all of that, and that's kind of what kept me. Uh, you know, playing and, and coming back to it the, for the, the, I don't know, seven or eight hours that I did uh, to play the story that I did. But like, for example, just stumbling upon this scene here, this gauntlet thing that you ran through was pretty stupid. I don't know. Co, did you get to this part? Uh, <laughs> so anything in this room, so. just one taps you and you have to start over. And when I say like one taps you, you just like kind of fall over. <laughs> Like your character I, loses I, it. I, loved, I loved it. I wish it was longer. I loved it. I didn't get hit one time, by the way. Just saying. Oh, okay. Uh, okay I loved it. Okay, yeah. I it, was, <laughs> it was super, super easy to go through, and it was like, I don't know. It was very. It felt intuitive to me. It just wasn't long enough. Yeah, I didn't like these platforms where you break. I wish you just had to, like, you had to run for thirty seconds to a minute. You didn't make it. Try again. Yeah, yeah. It I didn't I, feel hardcore I, for me. I didn't think it was difficult i just thought it was silly where you just like just it, was, it, was goofy. it was goofy yeah it felt goofy but it was i, I thought it was fun yeah it, how it, it, it's like they coated the blades with like depression just like it barely got you but you're just like i don't want to go anymore Fuck yeah this. yeah for sure it i i think there's also part of me too that uh having watched a lot of the um the Callisto uh, protocol footage where they show the character like getting absolutely mutilated when he goes up against a saw to just see this. They're not going to do that to Robin, right? Like I'm sure DC was like, you can't mutilate our characters. No mutilation <laughs> of our IP whatsoever. Uh, that's why it didn't happen. But yeah, th there was probably some some bias there for me. Um, I know you played a lot of it co-op. How How is the multiplayer? I only played single player and I think Co only played single player. Did you, How did you feel the multiplayer it, aspect was it was way more fun personally it, it there was a lot of um perks and 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 in the, the skill tree there's a lot of skills that actually benefit your co-op partner so you can like plan certain things like okay i'm about to buff you for 10 seconds use your momentum abilities so it, it they had a lot of like interesting uh mechanics to help each other to buff each other the problem was the game is pretty easy. So I haven't gotten a new game plus, but I would like to. And I would like to see if it gets to the point where you're 
timing and coordinating with each other and you need to i have a feeling it's not going to be that way i have a feeling they didn't balance like that but if you're playing with your co-op partner and you're actually like communicating and saying you know like it's a stealth mission okay i'm going to take these two you take these three it was it was way more fun way more fun with a partner um just didn't feel it felt easier right you get a partner it's, it says when a partner joins like hey enemies are harder they're not they're just not it just gets easier can you res your partner if they die or do you just fail what what's that process like you get, you get down yeah when when you when you die you get down for like 30 seconds and i could come by and pick you up or um you just can like cancel it and respawn nearby there's no like real penalty to losing someone huh. it's another thing like it's hard to fail with a co-op like you're up against a boss your teammate goes down and you just pick them up and keep going you know that you can't fail yeah what in terms of um like zoning when you're in the overworld what happens when you walk up to a zone can you just start and they like teleport to you or how does it handle that what do you mean to a zone the uh like if open. the whole game's open you can go anywhere i like hannah was doing one mission and i was doing another gotcha sorry my dog just lost her shit because aaron walked in oh so you can do you can do two different missions at the same time it does, the yeah game, unless, oh. they're mission, unless they're missions like story missions that like kind of put you inside a building or put you in like a very clear like you need a loading screen but for the most part, a lot of the open side quests and open missions and just the crime patrols that you do um, is, is all open. That's probably why the performance was bad. I mean, that was their excuse anyway. Their excuse before the game even came out was that, like, sorry, our performance is bad because the whole game is open world co-op and, you know, you and your partner could go anywhere. I don't know why that was their <laughs> excuse for their poor performance, but it was. That's what they said. Yeah. Have you played the game in the past like week or so? Have they updated a lot of that stuff for people that are? They did come up with an update, but it was more so for console console stability and uh, minor fixes in terms of uh, rendering, I think. But I haven't played them. I just saw the the patch notes. Very small. Gotcha. Um, Z, Is this made by the same the same studio as Arkham? The Arkham games or not? No. No. Okay. Yeah, Rock, Rocksteady made those. They're working on the Suicide Squad game. Um, okay. And then this was made by Warner Brothers Montreal, maybe? Yep. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so completely different studios. but Well, I, I mean, obviously, since being on Twitch, this game was on my radar. Uh, and I'd heard about it, and I heard people, you know, doing streams of it, on streams, whatever. And I just could not, like, I can, I, I okay. This is this is the fucking DC universe for me, and I'm betting it's for a lot of people like Batman. Down, down, there, there's Superman. And then way, way down is like fucking everything else. Like, <laughs> don't give a shit about any of these characters at all. I've never had like a connection to them or anything like that. And probably because I'm old. Because I mean the Teen Titans shit is like not a recent thing, but it's not a 42-year-old man's thing. You know, like, <laughs> I remember, like, the Batman and the, you know, his rogue gallery and all that kind of shit, and Superman and his enemies and stuff like that. But all the things that come after it, like, you didn't, I, I didn't know uh, anything about it. You didn't watch, like, the animated series growing up? Mm -mm. The Batman? Anim okay. Because that that's, nope. for me, where I, like, have the reverence for the majority of characters in this. Like, Mr. Okay. Freeze is okay. in it. Clayface is in it. 
all are the they the same th- characters from the animated series? Or are they? No, this is like, like their own take on it. It's their own world. Okay. Um, okay. E- even separate from like all the um, the Arkham games, it's a completely separate world. The the premise, it, the opening of the game is Batman dies, and okay. so what does the world look like without Batman? Is kind of the, the oh, game, okay. uh, in a nutshell, from a story perspective. Okay. The reason why I bring that up and I asked if it was the same studio or whatever, because like. I might have picked it up if it was like a new, uh, I guess new IP, like new, like just new characters, like not even in the, like the DC universe. I know like they probably had to, but if it was, you know, something uh, new characters, like I, I would be more akin to like find out about them, you know, like by playing the game. Yeah. So I think in my, in my instance, which is probably, I don't know if it's, you know, anyone feels the same but like in my instance like if it said like from the creators of arkham asylum becomes this new game with new characters with like you know a similar feeling like that kind of shit i would have been like oh yeah let's fucking let's check it out but it was like robin and i'm like i'm not excited about him at all (laughs) yeah no the the four characters uh that you can play are are not of batman you know level of fandom right like uh batgirl robin um Nightwing and I'm um, uh Red Hood. Is that the fourth? I think it's Red Hood. Yeah. Those they are the four. cool stories though. Honestly. I I I thought the main characters I I thought the characters were great. I thought it was a, the, the dialogue and stuff in the game is pretty cringe at times. Um but the actual like backstory of these characters is pretty cool and it's set in a uh a good timeline for me anyway. I liked it. Yeah, they, they've got some interesting stuff going on. And a lot of it is like they take the character's story and kind of pick and choose what they want from the comics in that yeah. regard, um, which is cool. And they created yeah. at least uh, I played mostly um, Batgirl and, and a lot of that she's dealing with like uh, her father. And um, they mention a lot of the stuff with her back basically being broken and being Oracle and, and all that stuff. That's kind of a lot of the, the backstory for her. Um, but like for the other characters, like Red Hood, his whole thing is that he, you know, he dies, he gets brought back. And so that's kind of a lot to do with his character. The one that I'm I'm curious, uh, Shroud, it looks like you played mostly Robin. His story was kind of lame, at least from what I saw. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, he is not. No, (laughs) he's lame. He's just, I mean, he's just a kid. He's a kid and he has probably the most cringe dialogue there, but he's just a kid and he's just. I think he's like 16 17 or something I, i'm not sure but he he is the most the closest to batman because he's like you know batman's like a, a hero to him right like looking up to him so he when you play him he has a lot of struggles of like dealing with batman being gone and that's kind of his whole thing but for the most part yeah he's kind of kind of wimpy and kind of boring i'm hoping that if i continue to play him he has some sort of redeeming oh, factor I yeah i like something please <laughs> he's, yeah. yeah he's lame he, he would i would say he's the lamest for sure <laughs> he's he's definitely more if if you think about uh the four of them as being like different archetypes of batman in general he's the like detective archetype um and it's he's i don't know if that ever comes through in him like fully being a badass as the other three of them are later on in the game but doesn't seem like doesn't seem like it I does. doubt it yeah 
And the thing that we were talking about, what Ezekiel was talking about with like the Batman characters and stuff, what I've always found about DC is it's not the it's not the heroes that make DC. I think it's the villains. I think all of the villains is what's super, super fun. And that's why I don't really mind Gotham Knights too much because like I don't care too much about these heroes. Like I think Batgirl's the coolest for sure. Um I I think the the villains are cool. Clayface is cool, Harley Quinn is cool, uh Court of Owls, great. I wish there was Joker. Everybody loves Joker, but I feel like it's obviously just overdone at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't get to see Clayface, which was uh, honestly the main reason. As soon as he was announced, I was like, oh, I got to go. I have to play this. He was fun. He's my favorite he was- character from the animated series. He's super cool, and in, in every storyline that he has in that show is fantastic. And you don't really see him in other media. I think he was in Origins, maybe, whatever the most recent one was. Um, and he was cool in there as well. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he his story was fun. I so what I did in in terms of story because you asked me and I just kind of remembered is I finished all of the sides. So I finished Harley Quinn's story. I finished Clayface's story. Um, I'm missing a villain. Freeze. I finished. I finished Frost's story, and then I was just on Court of Owls, and I didn't finish Court of Owls. I got maybe a little bit more than halfway. It was really cool once they started to incorporate like the zombified people or whatever the heck yeah um and this crafting system was not it it's pretty it felt- like uh, i i don't want to say half baked because <laughs> it seems that seems rude to the dev team but man it seems really like topical and like or, or not i don't know what just light it, i don't know how to say it in a nice way <laughs> The thing about it to me that that really stuck out is it's basically like an art team came together and said, hey, here's a lot of awesome costumes for these different characters. And then they said, we need to figure out ways to get this on the characters. And instead of them having like a deep intrinsic system that was, you know, something interesting or new, they, they, it's, it seems basic. The whole thing feels basic. It's like, it's like the most generalized basic system you could do to put armor using any type of metrics onto onto these characters. Um it was it was and this the whole the whole like crafting system seemed a little just yeah, I don't know, man. It just it just did not it didn't feel it didn't feel good. It didn't yeah. feel good when I played it. Yeah. It it would have felt better if if you didn't get well, I guess this might have been me only, but I got like the best edition and they gave me a bunch of like the 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 salvage and stuff. So I never, ever, ever, ever had to grind for Same. a single, like, difficult upgrade or whatever, like, piece of gear. Yeah, you I get, like, guns, right? <laughs> yeah, one, I remember the upgrades were, like, 30 and 40 per upgrade, and you get, like, thousands. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know if the, like, level 30 stuff is, is thousands when it comes to upgrading, because I didn't, I think it I is. hit, like, oh, it is? It gets so there it gets there because i'm i was like in the 16s and it's about like 1.5k per like purple material so it gets up there and i know if i keep going i'm gonna need to grind mm. but for the the whole beginning of the game there is no like grind really yeah yeah it's it's pretty it, it definitely takes Which, away that aspect it's not like a bad thing though, because like think of a think of a lot of like Ubisoft games where like you come in and you're playing Valhalla. Like I think this game is much better than Valhalla. I think it's much better than any recent Assassin's Creed game, just because they did the open world a little bit more intuitively. 
the open world in a lot of these games as you come out and it's just a bunch of you know little icons go here do this go here do this just all unlocked for you what i did actually like and appreciate about this game is they did try to change and fix that so each time you leave the main hq you're doing like a patrol and you're stopping these little petty crimes and interrogating and investigating them and when you go back and you stop you know let's say you stop 10 of them and you go back to the main hq you analyze the crime that you found and the data that you found and now it unlocks different side quests and different hubs to do so it was an interesting way to to kind of give that same effect of like oh open up the map here's all the icons but instead they got rid of the icons and they said let's just stop some petty crime go back analyze the data and now open up your map now you can see more stuff to do i thought that was really fun yeah yeah i I've, the open world stuff while i do agree with a lot of the commentary of it being um shallow i guess yeah yeah like they're just they're especially after playing like spider-man it just seems like the world's kind of dead um mm. And and they, you know, narratively got around by saying, oh, it's nighttime and, you know, Gotham is, there's no Batman anymore, so no one wants to go outside because they're going to get robbed and blah, blah, blah. That's kind of how they get around saying that. Doesn't make it feel any better when you're just walking around and there's no one out except for people that just see you and they're like, eh, it's Batgirl. And that's all they say. <laughs> oh, how's it going? Even the people in the game don't give a shit. Like, no, they really oh, don't. Girl. They really Tell don't. When Bruce Wayne gets here, then I'll fucking get excited, okay? They're really of the idea of like, yeah, these four motherfuckers haven't proved themselves, so fuck them. They're not Batman. Like, Batman, when people saw him, they're like, oh, shit, that's fucking Batman. Like, let's go the opposite way. These are just like, hey, Robin, you fucking dork. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, really I mean, funny. and they could have even gone the uh the Spider-Man route where like when they see him they're like, "Hey, Spider-Man, I thought." Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're not like there's no reverence to Spider-Man. It's more like he's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you know? He's yeah. like this, you know, cool guy. He'll high-five you. He'll take a fucking selfie with you and shit like that. Like maybe if they got that route a little bit more. Yeah. Been, you know. The other thing we didn't talk about and we can move on to a, another game after this, but uh the motorcycle that you can ride around in the open world might be the worst implementation of like a vehicle in any open world game I've ever played. Cause the way they made it seem wow. fast is just put lines on the side. Yep. That's it. It's not fast. They, <laughs> it's like, we're going to speed if, up now and your guy leans in a little bit and then everything just kind of goes <laughs> the same speed with lines on the side. It looks, it plays awful and it just, it doesn't feel great. Better. If they just got rid of the lines yeah. or had an option to, that just like, it was unnecessary. It would have felt more normal, I think, but they were trying to do that weird, like replicating speed thing. And I think honestly, they wanted to have more speed. I just don't think they could do it. I mean, think about, think about when you're driving around on the bike in the world and the rendering is like very, very poor and you're kind of like lagging and, and little minor hitches in the frame rate. Every time you drive, like, I don't know, five to 10 seconds. I feel like if they upped the speed, it, the performance would be even worse. Yeah, and I bet you they probably wanted to make it faster, but they couldn't. I that's probably why is is the second yeah. they make this faster, the game couldn't render everything without it just being a hitchy mess. So, yeah, yeah I my some of the most fun I had was just uh, going on like the some of the crowded streets and just running straight into people because there's no penalty for it. 
And so you just like start screaming, oh, get out of the way. I'm just like running into like, oh, there's some, oh, there's some people picking up like someone that's, oh, there's some more, and like that, no one cares that you're riding into them. They just kind of disappear and part the Red Sea type situation. When you were talking about the speed lines, I just, just now like thought like, what does that remind me of? And it came to me like, uh, I think it was Dumb and Dumber where Lloyd Christmas is like, if you go run your hands really fast, it feels like you're running really yes. fast. And yes. you're looking out the window, he's in the passenger seat. Yes, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. So, uh, I guess final question. Co, people say, hey, would you buy this? Yes or no? Um, I think if your investment is, it depends. If you've played the previous Batman games and how invested you are in the IP. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a hard sell for me. Mm. I know that some people, in fact, some people in my community have said that they've really, really enjoyed the game and had a good time with it. So I do know that some people are really liking it. Uh, it was not really for me. So that's, that's what I would say. It's not really a hard recommend for me, but there, it's not like a bad enough game that I think nobody would enjoy it. I think some people are really enjoying it. Um, I think if people can get their head around the combat system, which I clearly did not, but it sounds like crowd did, um, it could, it could probably become a lot easier of a of a sell um but for me who played a couple hours and it just didn't really click i i yeah not for me yeah shroud should people buy this i would say if it's half off yeah it does seem like a great sale game yeah i'd I'd buy it on sale i'd buy it on sale maybe not on launch but i buy it on sale why not there's enough there's enough rich story to feel like you need to jump on it and be there right away or if you're worried about spoilers just there isn't enough of it so I don't sell. Yeah. Uh, they've also got... A, oh, go ahead, price, right? or I mean, you know, full price, 60 bucks, right? Yes. Yeah, 60. Uh, is this 70 on consoles? I don't know if this... This might be 70 on consoles instead of 60. I don't know what they... Yeah. Uh, one person in my chat... Yes, it is $70 on consoles. So there you go. Uh, at least for like PS5 and Xbox Series X. And arguably, those are probably the platforms that this runs the worst on uh yeah so do your research in terms of where you want to run it (laughs) because the console versions are not super great um i also i didn't know this could be more expensive on fucking pc no they're all moving to 70 is the the ps5 xbox series x price that's that's become the norm now like god god of war 70 bucks on on ps5 so yeah Uh, it's also getting a four-player heroic assault mode, I guess. So I think this month, I think. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, I don't know when exactly. You might you might be right about that. We could trust you on that. Uh, heroic assault will be added on Tuesday, November 29th. It's part of a free update. So they're doing a little bit of support. It was, um, <laughs> if it was four-player co-op, I would say it's super worth it. The fact that it's two is a little weird, you know? And you have these four characters, but you only play two co-op. Four would have would have been a thumbs up, I think, for me. Yeah. Well, you can play it in, I guess, four player uh, later this month. Check that out. Uh, I I showed some. I was going back in the VOD and saw you're playing Overwatch. How do you feel about Overwatch Two? Like what? I. It's been an interesting time watching. Uh, you know, Valorant players, I guess, is the example I'll use, but you're not, I wouldn't. Do you call yourself a Valorant player? Is that uh, something that works these days? 
<laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. But a lot of people, I do see that. If I post like an Overwatch video, they they refer to me as a Valorant player, which is a little yeah, odd. I, I didn't know if you preferred that uh, instead of CS is is kind of your roots. But I've seen a lot of those style uh, shooter players come over to this FPS players, and uh, they're not great. And at least initially, <laughs> they're not they're not great. They're not uh, you know they're not the pros that you would think they would be coming from Valorant to Overwatch. And it's been really fun to watch that. Uh, like, how do you feel about uh, Overwatch? What do you think about? It? And did you find that transition at all to be similar for you? Um, I mean, it's definitely different, right? Like it, it's kind of you treat treat it like a MOBA almost, right? Where you have to sit there and be aware of where you're teammates are and what their abilities are and if they're on cooldown and stuff so it's very much like this this give and take situation where you got to know the right moment to push the right moment to use your abilities and your ultimates and that's the hardest part i feel like me sure the aim is fine aim is totally fine but i struggle to still understand when someone's got their ultimate or what their ultimate's even gonna do because there's so many freaking characters in this game yeah um but the 5v5 versus the 6v6 helped me a lot it was much harder to understand what was going on in Overwatch 1 versus Overwatch 2. I feel like I could get away with doing crazier plays in this game and, like, not, I mean, kind of carry, right? Like, have those pop-off moments where you can take out, like, two or three healers. That felt impossible in the first one. They were just behind two shields, and it would never happen. So, How do you feel about, uh, like, the matchmaking in this game? in terms of how it actually, you know, ranks and, and does all that stuff. Cause I have my own issues with it. I'm curious what yours are. <laughs> if you have said issues with it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the ranking system at all in terms of like how you rank up or rank down. It is the most depressing system ever. And can I you think explain it? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it, but I, what I think they were trying to do before I explain it is they were trying to fix the matchmaking depression of when you play a game, lose, and lose your rank. That's what I think they were trying to fix. So how it works is you play up to 26 games. So you either win 7 or you lose 20, whichever comes first. After that happens, it divvies up your rank. It either says you ranked up, ranked down, or stayed the same. And I think what they were trying to do is stop that feeling of you play one game, you lose, you lose your diamond rank, right? That's kind of how a lot of games are now where it just goes up and down but game to game. But what ends up happening is you play potentially 26 games if you win seven and lose 19 or you win six and lose 20. So you potentially could play 26 games to then be ranked stay the same or hopefully rank up and it usually to me anyway even being in the low plat diamond ranks i usually end up losing my rank so it was very very like depressing seeing myself play 20 plus games and nothing happened yeah i i've seen the there's countless clips of of you know countless content creators streaming this and they're like oh okay we won seven let's see the change then nothing happens and i think that's actually the worst feeling to like not D rank to not gain rank. It's just to be the absolute same that you were <laughs> prior to those games played. Uh, some of the like funnier clips are like watching Tyler one uh, who did a bunch of sponsor stream for this and even played 
after the sponsored streams and he would you know do all that he'd, he'd start like begging blizzard please blah, blah 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 and then it happens and then he's just like fuck this game this game's fucking dog shit i'm not fucking <laughs> playing this shit ever fucking again you're gonna kill the game blah, blah, blah. like that it's fun to watch from a content perspective but if you're in that moment as a player it, it feels bad uh, and it seems pretty core to what they're trying to do. And it's not something that I think they can just like rip out. Like it, it seems like this is what they're going to stay with. And as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen any blue post. I haven't sought out any blue post about it, uh, but it seems like it's here to stay. And this is kind of what they're doing and then going to try and, and hopefully, you know, tweak anything that they can. So the players do feel rewarded or, um, you know, if, if they do need to step down because they're getting absolutely demolished at whatever rank they're playing at, then that happens as well. But it's a rough go. It's a rough system. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very interested to see. They've got another season they just announced. I think it's happening on like December the 2nd is when season two announces because they, uh, they had their finals this weekend. They announced a new hero. Um, the new hero will also be in the season pass so you can either play, you know, the hours uh, required to grind said hero, or you can buy said hero, uh, just like you could with Kiriko. But the numbers are are telling. Like people are excited and talking about Overwatch again, where they weren't, you know, six months ago. No one was playing this game uh, at all, and now it seems to be given kind of new life. I just don't know what's going to happen six months from now, right? Like, are people still going to be hype about this? Are they still going to be playing it, or are they going to go back to to other things? Because there's a lot of people have swapped over from Valorant to this um, for the most part. That might just be Valorant's a little stale right now uh, or whatever, but this is the hot new toy that people are playing, at least in the FPS world. I don't know what's going to happen six months. Uh, very curious to see if, if they are still playing this. We'll have to see. Yeah, yeah I'm, one of the, I'm one of the people that was playing Valorant a lot and Overwatch 2 came out and now I haven't touched Valorant since. Yeah. Um, Part of that is because the 5v5 makes it feel vastly different. And in terms of like what's happening in Valorant is they came out with a big update at about the same time, I believe. I think it was the same day that Overwatch 2 came out, maybe? Close um, to it. Close, yeah. And they just didn't release enough. They released like a new character, but the character is kind of underwhelming. Nobody seems to be playing the character, which is really weird because usually when they launch a character they're really good for the first three months and then they have to nerf them. It doesn't seem like that's the case. So they launched this new character that nobody's playing and that's it. That's literally the only thing that happened. There was no gun balancing. There was no balancing of other characters. The game kind of remained the same. When usually Valorant's pretty good at that with their big major updates, they usually balance a lot of the characters and all of a sudden the characters that were in meta are no longer in meta. You got to try something new. That's just not the case this time around. So that's kind of why it feels dull. Yeah. Do you have any plans to go back to Valorant? Yeah, I think so. They they released uh, the public like patch notes for the next big update, and there's a lot of balancing changes on a lot of characters that used to be meta and are no longer meta, and they're trying to like fix it and change the agents a little bit. So once that update comes out, I think I will play. Um. And maybe I'll jump into this current update and, and play the new character at least a little bit before they change him, I guess, or whatever they're actually going to do. So I'll, I'll come back. I don't know for how long, but I'll come back. Yeah. Cool. Is this uh, the current game that excites you the most to wake up and play? 
what, what Overwatch? Overwatch? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, for an hour, and then I get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch is a tilter, dude. It, uh, oh, wait it, a minute. It's... You, like, it, it, from, from, like, JP to you, like, it's still, like, the same feeling. Like, when I played, even way back in Overwatch 1 when I played, it was, I'll play as long as I can take it. It's it's frustrating. I I mean, what part of it is frustrating for you? For me, it's the idea that like you can play, however, you you can play up to what you think is good in the game. But if your other four teammates are not playing well, it sucks. Like you, it just sucks. (laughs) The whole game is is pointless at that. Like feels pointless at that point. What what is it for you? That's the enraging aspect of it. It's the same thing for me. It's like when you're when you're playing with a, a group and you feel like you opened up the round or the not round, but you opened up the fight and then the team doesn't take advantage of it. That sucks because you put in so much work right there. You got this moment and then nobody else can capitalize on it. Uh, it's usually not so bad when you play with a group, but if you play like solo or duo queue, it's a nightmare. So I try to play. I just try to play with friends, you know, play with four or five stacks so that even if it, even if it does happen, let's say you don't get too mad about it. Like, what are you going to talk shit about your friends? Nah, you're not going to do that. You're just going to keep it. You know, you're just going to keep enjoying it. You're going to go next. GG, go next. GG, go next. And then you're six hours in even more mad somehow. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a tilter. I, I, for whatever reason, is someone that jumps back and forth, uh, mostly off stream, um, with overwatch, I've I've been my chat makes fun of me because I go Overwatch two into Valorant into Marvel Snap into League of Legends to end the day so I just run the gambit of like games that are gonna piss me off <laughs> reach maximum frustration but the ones that like make the one that makes me the angriest is Overwatch uh, and I don't know if that's you know it, it it's probably a lot of things it's probably like I'm not as good as I used to be because I've this game's old as shit now essentially. Uh, and I've just decayed in terms of what I can actually do to perform. Um, but it's also like teammates and, and as mostly someone that solo queues, I feel like the, like matchmaking is just all over the place, which is probably also because of how volatile the up and down, uh, is when you get a rank and it, it hasn't like, they haven't figured out the happy medium because there's so many new players. Cause it is a free to play game that those are just so volatile that sometimes you get into a game and like there's a God on the other team, but you don't have a God on your team because the game expects you to be the God because you're the highest ranked player on your team, but everyone's profiles are private for, you know, whatever reason they, for anti toxicity reasons. So you have no idea who the quote unquote good player is supposed to be on your team. The only thing you can judge them by is the game stats. There's no like, post game going to profiles to like, Oh, well this person was ranked that this person was ranked that it's just everyone on your team sucked. You lost go next. <laughs> that's, that's all the information you Everyone's get. Everyone's bad. <laughs> yeah. Everyone performed bad. Uh, and, and I, I really dislike that aspect. I understand the idea of like some people could do what, what I'm talking about and going and looking at profiles and say, man, this person really sucked. Let me message them and tell them that they fucking sucked. Right. I just want to know, what is going on? I want more information and blizzard can't do that because people are awful <laughs> on the internet, is I guess how I look at it. 
so that that's like some of the more frustrating aspects of it for me. But so uh, JP, you rattled off a bunch of games. Which uh, is there one uh, standout that's the most toxic? Most toxic in terms, yeah. so not most frustrating, but most toxic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's between League or Valorant, but they're two different okay. types of toxicity. League okay. doesn't have voice chat, but there's other ways to troll in League compared to like in an FPS. But Valorant has voice chat and people get real fucking toxic in voice chat. <laughs> and it's also more personal when it's voice chat because it's like a person. It's not just text. It's some like 14-year-old saying like, you know, homophobic slur, blah, 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 like, go fuck yourself, you're trash, get the fuck out of here. And you're like, well, that's a 14-year-old telling me that. That's upsetting. <laughs> like, that's annoying. There's a 14-year-old doing all this shit. And it could be anyone. Um, but it's, it's the voice chat aspect that I think is more toxic than any, but they're kind of, they're different toxicities. Like, like yeah. Overwatch has that as well, where it's, it's voice chat as well. Um, but I think you can get by in That's Overwatch. Upsetting. What, that it has voice chat? <laughs> no, I just, I just like that. That's, I am being berated by a 14 year old. Oh, it, dude, it's upsetting. It, it happens a lot, <laughs> uh, especially at, at, uh, like the lower ranks and like the, the gold, uh, I forget what, whatever. Gold and platinum, I guess, is is where I'm generally playing in Valorant. Um, it's all just a bunch of like young kids for the most part. So this will never happen to me, obviously, because I'm no no good at anything. But um, I'm wondering, like, like, <laughs> don't worry, Shroud. If, it's just a thing. He's okay. He's all no, right. No, if, if he's in therapy. You, JP or, or Shroud or, or anybody like that. Like, I was at a professional baseball game. I was at Fenway Park, and I was sitting in left or right field. I can't remember, and this dude next to me, like, not just this dude, but a few people on their fucking phones had their fucking wiki out about the fucking left fielder and were calling him out very personal things. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, your grandma Mabel looks like she's not doing so hot, huh? And, like, they're just shouting shit because of the wiki they had open. Does, yeah. that, does that happen or is that just, like, no one, no one goes that deep? Well, it, like I was saying, Overwatch, you can't because in Overwatch, all profiles are private. So you can't actually click on someone's profile and see anything about them. Okay, okay. Um, and so if you're just, you know, I, I think what, where Valorant is better in that regard is Valorant has like a streamer mode or like an anonymous mode to where it doesn't say anything about who you are. You can still kind of figure out who someone is after the fact, after the game. But Valorant is better in the middle of the game. So like if, if shroud is playing, uh, and I don't know, do you use the shroud tag, uh, when playing Valorant shroud? Uh, yeah. Do people like, do you use the streamer mode or is everyone at your rank kind of already knowing and already stream sniping and yada, yada, yada. Like, does it help you at all? So I got some bad news for you. Uh Oh, yes, I do do the streamer mode and so does most people. But Valorant's API is really easy to access, and there's tools that, like Overwolf, for example, then you just could instantly see the second you join, you'll know every single person in your game. In there's, the moment? The mode is nothing. Oh. In the moment, yeah. yeah. Their, their API is just, like, just free to, like, it's open. access. So, like, all these programs, just, like, the second you load into a game, they know what game you're in, they know every single person in there. It doesn't matter if they have streamer mode. So, current Valorant does not actually have a streamer mode i would say oh sure 
Yeah, it's got the the in name, but their API is open, so it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no I one knows who the fuck I am, so I kind of skirt by that. <laughs> but I could see in your case where they're like, "Oh shit, it's Shroud. Let's yeah. let's say stupid shit on voice or throw or yada yada yeah. yada." Yeah. Yeah, I get that. The higher rank you, you know, go, the worse it gets, actually. Yeah. Because so, yeah. in terms of what stream snipe or just everything. Yeah. Yeah, stream snipe. Yeah. That makes sense. Nobody, nobody. The higher rank you you go, the I would say there's less toxicity because most people are afraid of a streamer being on the team, so they don't say their bad shit. Weird, but um, yeah. <laughs> so the toxicity might go down, but the stream snipe and stuff will go up if you're a content creator for sure. Yeah, because people want to win. They want to get highest rank. Yep, they want their yeah. their RR. So yeah. frustrating for sure. Anyways, that's competitive shooters uh, in today's modern day. Fine. Oh, uh, so, just a side note, I wanted to ask. Um, I mean, you're a known entity in the you know competitive world. Uh, do you have to like be on the fucking ball? Like the second the name opens up, you have to be like claim shroud. That's mine. Like, how hard uh, is it for you to like get oh, your name? Yeah, no. I I probably don't I most of the time don't get it if there's a game launch that doesn't that has the unique names or whatever um and I'm waiting for it and I'm waiting for it I will probably lose it okay I lost it in in WoW Classic when that when they redid like vanilla WoW or whatever uh it was 3 years ago now yeah. I lost it there I got it back because I messaged the guy that had it and I said like please like please I need this and he said, uh, "Give me, give me uh, CS:GO skins." And I was like, "Great, I got plenty of those." And then that was it. And I got it. He deleted it for me, and I and he got it back. But yeah, I usually lose my name every time. What uh, what what type of C? What? How much are we talking in CS:GO skins? What was the name worth? I think it was like, I think it was like three or four hundred. It was like a knife. I, I had like so many knives. So I was like, "Yeah, sure, take a knife, whatever. I don't care." He just yeah. wanted a knife. And then after we after we made this deal, okay, after we made this deal. He had the audacity oh. to say, hey, can you ship me a video card too? It's like, no, man, we already made the deal. Can't go back on this now. And luckily he didn't because we hadn't made the exchange Ooh. yet. Jesus Ooh. Christ. Yeah. 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 Cyber squatters, man. Ruthless. Same with my, Ruthless. Same with my name on, on, on Twitter. I, had, I didn't have Shroud for a very long time. Luckily, the guy who had Shroud did not care. He said... He actually said, I'm tired of people mentioning Shroud, which is you, in my mentions. It's not me. Nothing's about me. Please just take <laughs> Yeah. I can see that. Stop. I can see that. Yeah, he just wanted it. He just wanted to stop. So now I think his title's not Shroud or something. <laughs> see, oh, I so have, he is Shroud. I have the opposite problem. I love it personally when people <laughs> mistag me on uh on uh you know nfl nfl sunday and monday night football and shit i relish it because people think they're tagging the running back for the uh, dallas cowboys a lot of times and they're actually tagging ezekiel the third instead of ezekiel elliott and uh i want that to happen more and uh, with this verification thing i don't know if it's gonna yeah i'm gonna be real sad might not i've got a uh my my favorite instance of talking about <clears throat> this subject, I have a friend um, who has the Twitter handle Will Smith. And oh, so God. when all that shit happened with Will Smith at the Oscars, his Twitter was ground zero. 
<laughs> and and he kind of trolled it at first, and then he was like, "This was a giant mistake. I should not have like brought on the wrath of the internet." Because then, for the better, I mean, it had happened a lot up until that point of just being mistaken for you know Will Smith the actor, but it didn't hit its like pinnacle point until all that drama happened with Chris Rock and Will Smith, and, and he was just like, "This sucks." This fucking, this is absolutely the worst. Um, and he regrets it a little bit, but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun seeing all that type of stuff. Zeke. I mean, just, just have a million strangers call you a piece of shit or whatever. Like, Oh, it was not, worse than that. Don't mean you. It's just like, you look at it and you're like, Oh yeah, it, it was, wor- it was bad. It was real bad. Uh, Zeke, a question for you. We only have about 23 minutes left. Okay. Is that enough time for you to discuss Metal Gear Solid 2 in your first playthrough? Uh yes, actually. I can I can actually sum it up pretty quick for you. Okay. Ready? I'm I'm interested. Oh God, I need to go, go back and watch your reactions to the end. I've watched a lot of the other VODs, but it's been a fun mm-hmm. ride watching you in, interface with that. Uh so I made this specifically for the game. Anytime someone in chat says why how or any other question penalty you get two of these (laughs) okay penalty do not ask why so i i invented the kojima card because asking why is stupid and don't do it (laughs) if you're wondering like why did this do this don't just don't just sit back and go because because it's great uh Here's the thing. So I've now played uh, through Metal Gear Solid 1, which was the only game I played back in the day, or only Metal Gear Solid game that I played back in the day, um, or at all, ever, um, except I played about, I played up till Psycho Mantis in MGS1, and more recently, I think I played like a couple of hours, maybe two or three hours of, of Metal Gear Solid 5. And that's my entire Metal Gear Solid, like, that's all I played. So everything in MGS2 was brand new to me. Never seen a single, like I've watched speed runs of it. And I told people like the only thing I remember in the speed run that I speed run, cause I skip all the dialogue, obviously. I skip yeah. all the dialogue, all the cutscenes they can and that kind of shit. The only thing I remember is the parts they can't skip, which in MGS2 is a sniper part where you have to wait for this girl to like very slowly walk across these, platform and there's no way to speed it up so i remember that part but that was it that's the only thing i remembered and boy boy oh boy it is just jam fucking packed with every okay put it this way this is this is an analogy i made and i think it's i think it stands Uh uh-huh every character in metal gear solid every single one that besides soldiers that do not have names um like just random you know the the ones you knock out and and you know get try to get past or whatever every single person that has a proper name in metal gear solid it's like professional wrestling they all to a person every single one that has a fucking name in that game has a backstory with no less than three twists yeah if they do not have three twists they have one thing they do, like Johnny the guard with diarrhea. Yep. He makes a reappearance. He's like a reoccurring thing. Oh, he's far. a major character. He has one 
you know, arc, one story arc, and the, that arc is, I'm guarding you. Nope, have diarrhea, must go. Yeah. I'm, I'm Johnny the guard from the last game. Oh, hi, what are you doing here? Never mind, I have diarrhea, I must go. That's it. Every single other character has at least three. Now, if you are a character that is in the codec, meaning uh, Snake or Raiden or Pliskin or whoever can call you, that means you have no less than six twists um, <laughs> to your story. Um, and it, it, following this shit, I need it. I need like uh, an idiot's guide to the Metal Gear, Sol uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 story. Because you think that in the last 5% of the game, there's no way he's going to introduce a huge overarching thing that, you know, kind of uh, encompasses the entire game that was hidden the whole time, but we're going to reveal it to you now. You'd be wrong. <laughs> You'd be wrong, gamer. You would be absolutely wrong. It's the best think, part. Uh, we, have, we have come to the last twist. But this is a twist that twists the entire fucking game you just played. And so, and someone explained it to me like this. They explained it to me in that uh, this was supposed, this was the whole thing with Kojima and Konami. Like, this was supposed to be Kojima's last game, like last Metal Gear for them, right? And I actually said that before someone told me, I said, this seems like Kojima tried to cram every idea, part of an idea, every fucking fever dream, every like, you know, back of his hand, like maybe I'll put that in every single thing. And he put it in this game. And this is the reason why was told to me because this was supposed to be his last game. And then the whole kerfuffle with him, like not being able to leave and blah, blah, blah. blah. But it definitely felt like that. And someone said, yes, because this was like his goodbye. Like this was this game was like I'm leaving Konami. I'm going to go do my own shit. Little did we know that didn't happen. Yeah. But it's got so many convoluted, weird, like outlandish. A lot of them, you know, make sense here and there. But as a whole, it's like looking at. Are you familiar with the term? What a, what a, what the Gordian knot is? The Gordian knot is a knot of rope that. Uh, I think it was King Solomon was wise and he was like, fuck this knot and cut it in half. That was his solution was just cut it because mm. no one can undo this knot. That's this game is the Gordian knot. Like you cannot like you're like <laughs> you got little ends here and you're like, how the fuck? And then another thing starts over here. You're like, I'm, I'm going to get back to you. All right. What about this? I'm going to untie this part of it. Oh, that part came. I've got re-knotted again. Motherfucker. And you're like jumping all over the place. And they're introducing you to terms every single fucking codec call. It's like, all right, the GW, the 3S, like, <laughs> you're talking to me like I'm supposed to know this. Like, I'm supposed to already, like, oh, the 3S, of course. Duh. They just bring up term after term after term and group after group after group. You know, there's the the Patriots, the GW. There's the... the uh, oh, the um, end goes hard. Yeah, they introduce oh the shit. Oh, my God, them. dude. Yeah. So but the end is the best part of MGS, too. Oh, it's Alexander the Great, not Solomon. Thank you. Alexander the Great cut the Gordian knot. My bad. Thank there you, you go. Um, yeah. But yes, it's it's just so much stuff. And in the middle of it all, in the middle of all of this conspiracy 
espionage, you know, follow the money, it goes all the way to the president. Like these guys, in the middle of it all, we get an awesome rom, like romantic, dramatic story with Raiden and, uh, uh, is it Rose? Yeah, Raiden yeah, Rose. and Rose. Yeah. You get this wonderful, awful, awful, cringy, melodramatic. <laughs> you take that back. Yeah, sappy story. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> it is. And people are like, oh, look, Zeke's hating it. Just because it's bad don't mean I hate it. Yeah. Okay? I loved that this was in the game. Because this is kind of like... You know, uh, <laughs> all of the aspects come together to make this. This was such an enjoyable experience for me. And I told people after playing Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2, after playing these two games, I wish that I could go back and re like erase the memory of Death Stranding and play it again, knowing that Kojima is a fucking troll and he hates you. Like he, <laughs> he wants you to feel pain and laugh, and it's a joke. I'm in on the joke now. So if I went back to Death Stranding and played it, I'd be like, I get it. I get the joke. Because it's it's like someone telling you a joke and you don't laugh, and they're like, Oh, well, you didn't think that was funny? He's like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a joke. Oh, I don't I don't know if he's that was joking, my, okay. Though. Do it again. Tell me the tell me the joke again, and this time I'll know it's a joke and I'll laugh at the end. I don't know if he's joking, though. I think he's dead serious, and that's the funniest part. I have to believe that he's joking, <laughs> No, I don't think, I don't think, I think Kojima is, uh, I think he's pretty serious. I think he's pretty dead serious about the stories he wants to tell. Sure. Yeah. But would you, would you then, would you then uh, um, agree that when the professional wrestlers are telling their story, they are telling it seriously, too? And oh, it's not a joke. Sure. But it is a joke. Because it's not like real, real. <laughs> I think this you is very real no, to Kojima. I think, I think the situation is it, this is a why not both situation. I that, you might be right. Yeah. It's a why not both. Any Kojima game. Really? Oh, you're, you, sh you should be studied uh, <laughs> and subjected to Kojima games. I I feel like it would be a uh, a fun experiment. To Sounds like a roller coaster. Maybe I should play that. They are a roller coaster. I don't know Absolutely. if you should start with Death Stranding. You might be confused. <laughs> Do you play any kind of retro game, Shroud? Like old school games? Barely. Not uh, really. Yeah, I was going to say, like the MGS franchise is, is pretty amazing. It's definitely dated, though, if you go back to the first one. But yeah, yeah. They, they remastered some of them to to you know. That's true. Yeah, they gave H HD updates, I think, to 234. I'm pretty sure they gave HD updates. There was an HD pack, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I actually played uh, the uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 on the PS2 Slim with all, oh, with all the nostalgic fuck-ups, like, won't read the disc, clean off the fucking optical eye with the Q-tip nice. and alcohol, like, all of that stuff. And it was great. Oddly enough, um, yeah, but but getting back to your point, the graphics, yes, they are, they work actively against you sometimes, 
And if you want to see what I mean, there's a swimming section of this game where you can't see shit. You can't see <laughs> shit, and the controls are shit, and everything is shit. And I laughed the entire way because I knew it was a joke. It was a joke. It had to be a joke, or uh, he hates me. He hates me, the gamer. One of the two things is true, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a joke because I don't want to think Kojim hates me. Might be true. He might just hate you though specifically. True. He might hate you and only you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's very Kojima son. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it, it like as as a like uh, I'm so glad that I didn't play these when they came out. You know, 20 years ago. Um. Because experiencing them now, you know, as an adult or as adult as I'm going to get, um, it was so phenomenal and wonderful. And I normally don't like, I, I'm a very thorough gamer and I relished every time I did something in the game. Cause I was like, we're going to call everybody on the codec and talk about this. Like I just, I just like beat up this vamp guy. And I was like, I can't wait to see what everyone says about it. <laughs> and usually I'm like, it's like a chore sometimes, you know, if, it, if the story's really good, it's not a chore, but this one was just a delight. Yeah. Every time, every time I got Bull a codec reward call, you. I was like, answer right away. What do you got to tell me? Yeah. They'll reward you. That, that's yeah. also why people, I think, love Kojima games. It's because he goes that distance, right? So, try to go play Metal Gear now. Almost, almost 23 minutes. And no, that did not sound fun at all. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you, I don't know. I don't. I can't tell if you're happy or upset. I think you're upset. That's kind of general uh, Zeke's. That's kind of a general Zeke. Yeah, thing. that's, that's yeah. Zeke's demeanor, yeah. I think, in that's general. kind of normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I you know seriously, uh, it's something I've had to tell people a lot of, you know, especially people who don't know me all that well. It's just because I'm yelling or frustrated or angry or upset doesn't mean I'm not enjoying myself because I think that's where my joy lives a lot of times. In fact, yeah, sometimes the more angry he is, the more he's enjoying things. It's very true. Yeah, Fair. yeah. Okay. Exactly. It would be like but the then, inverse of uh, for you when it comes to Overwatch, Shroud. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh. Okay, let me ask you this, Shroud. Have you ever uh, like played a game, seen a movie, watched a television series, and one of the main things that you say while watching it or afterwards is, what the fuck just happened? But also, you go, that was awesome. It's like a confused enjoyment? I feel like probably, but I can't recall one instant, one show, you know? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a hard feeling to like explain unless you have like an example, like, um, um, yeah. what I'm going to say, like, like, uh, Twin Peaks. Is that like what you're going Twin for? Twin Peaks is a Twin yeah. Peaks. Sure. It's, it's got a lot of weirdness to it. And you, and it's like, I it, like watching it organically. It's like, am I supposed to understand this? And then you get the confirmation, like, I didn't either. And you're like, oh, good. Okay. Well, I loved it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that. That's what this is. That's what Metal Gear, like these two games that I've played, especially this one, is like, am I supposed to get this? Because I feel like a fucking dunce. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. It's super convoluted. We love it anyways. Like, me too. 
we're on the same team. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm trying to think knowing what I know of Shroud. It's like Interstellar. Yeah, yeah, Interstellar. Sure. Because sure. it kind of like ends, then you're just like, well, that didn't make much sense, but it was great. <laughs> it was provocative yes. if you want to go there. Yeah. 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 Interstellar's good. But I, I uh, if if anyone's wondering, yes, I'm 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 relishing the idea of continuing these games. But it's it's um, God, I hate I hate, my brain. I just think of analogies. The uh, I think it's in Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney movie, where Frollo is going, no, 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 don't whip so close together. You don't want the last whip's pain to dull him to the next. I don't want this torture awesome wonderful torture that it was i don't want to put another one right on top of it because i want i need to let this sit for a minute i need to let this like i need to let the pain and joy like you know envelop me and then i'll go back i'll, I'll move on to the next metal gear game but yes i will be doing nice. a series playthrough as long as they stay as good as this or they get as better blank as this they get better metal gear salt 3 is uh fantastic four is also just like it just gets weirder, <laughs> right? And in instead of six twists, it becomes 12 twists and then 24 twists. <laughs> I don't believe you. Okay. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I absolutely believe you. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. It, it gets yeah. weirder. Is there like a modern one that five. I could maybe five. apple in? Five. five. Yeah. And, and five. Five is like kind of existing on its own, like in some ways. It it does have some like callbacks and things that you won't necessarily get or the you won't understand the fanfare as it's happening. But five is modern for sure. It's also very long. Uh, and and uh, your your uh, prowess with a mouse and keyboard would actually benefit you in five somewhat, because there's a lot of uh, shooting. A lot of aiming right. and, and whatnot. It's got a pretty good PC port, so yeah, it's out. You know, there. you know, it's a you know, it's a crazy, uh, crazy thing, crazy game, crazy movie, whatever. When you feel insane talking and explaining it, talking about it and explaining it, I feel insane trying to like convey what it is. Sure, well, you sound it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I love it. Uh. Co five minutes, Dave the Diver. Very good game. Ah, oh, love it. Fantastic. Yeah. Have you finished so it? So good. Are you? No, like... I've not finished the early access. I have put so much time into it, and I have not yet finished it. It just, it's the game that keeps on giving. Dave the Diver is a game where there's this giant blue lagoon hole, and it's roguelite, so it changes like every few days that you go into it. And you spend part of the day diving down and hunting fish with spears. And then at night you run a sushi restaurant and you cook all the fish that you catch. There's like all sorts of quests and like all sorts of crazy stuff. And it is it's actually great. amazing. It's such a fun, chill, relaxing game. Yeah. It is so good. It also totally starts, blew me away. It also starts off like very simple. And then it just yeah. keeps adding on like so many different elements. And so when you're 10 hours in, you're doing like 20 different things at once. Uh, and, and all of them feel very fun and, and rewarding. And there's also like a bit of a grind to it, so it's got some like game planning. You're not just like watching story. You're, you're how how far are you into it? 
I I know I'm not where you're at because I tuned into your stream yesterday and you were doing something I have no no idea what it is. I mean, I know what it is, but I didn't know that it was going to go that far, if that makes sense. You you probably 100%. know what I'm, I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say 100%. for the rest of the people. Um, yeah, the game goes places in a fun way. Uh, there's also like a little bit of like cooking sim to it. Which is like yep. a like a bar man or, or plate up thing. I don't know. It's it's for twenty bucks early access. I Amazing had a great time. Twenty with it. bucks. Having a great time with it. Yeah. Uh, my chat would be upset if I didn't show you this as our game to close the day. I don't even know how to talk about it, but uh, let me find footage of it because it's a little weird. I don't know if I can actually if I found the right VOD. One of my mods plays a lot of like anime games. Genshin Impact, um, whatever that other one was that came out. There's a game know. that just launched on mobile called Nikkei. Oh, God. Uh, Nikkei. Nikkei something something. Okay. It's bad. Just to preface it. It's called Goddess of Victory Nikkei. Oh, God. And I've paused the screen here. Ooh. Here's our two characters. Zeke, I would like you... How do you pronounce that character's name right here? Where my mouse is? Oh. Oh, my. Um. <laughs> okay, stand by. Let's get this other character here real quick. And I'll, I'll have you introduce her. Also, we could stare at the great graphics here. Uh, that exist in this incredible mobile game that my I thought the FBI were going to be called on me at the end of this thing uh, <laughs> because of all the fucking lolly shit in it. But we're not done yet, Zeke, because there's one character I really want you to meet to the right of uh, the one currently on the screen. Okay. We'll just wait. You can read the incredible dialogue. Here. Now, can you give it away? Can you tell me, like, do they I... ever pronounce it in the game? Uh, they pronounce her name, uh, Rapi. Rapi. Now, how do you pronounce this one, Zeke? Right here. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I think, I think the proper pronunciation is joy button, but I'm not positive. <laughs> I think I might, my pronunciation might be off. It's Anise. What are you guys talking about? Her name's Anise. It couldn't be anything else. Fucking weirdos. Why would it so be anything got, related got, to anything? So this is the rapey anus thing? <laughs> Good lord, man. You know, I don't know what's going on with these deaths, sake. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, wild game. Anyways, I'm not even going to talk about the gameplay. You've got those two you characters. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, there's there's absolutely no need to continue <laughs> yeah. about this game currently. It's uh, The um, gameplay actually is kind of funny. Come nope, to think of nope. it. it Here's the gameplay. You know, uh, the ones where they shoot and the characters just sometimes don't have pants on and it's all very animated. Pretty uh, standard war. Pretty standard material. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, look, tell we me, won. they were thinking of the player and you could absolutely play this entire game with one hand right it's a one-hand game <laughs> okay it's a one-hand mobile game because of course it is yeah yeah this game's fucking wild 
it, it's it they know exactly the audience that they're trying to target they do not shy away from that whole aspect and it's criminal or whole ass for that <laughs> it's criminal yeah so shroud you're gonna grab this right this is uh on your list yeah yeah okay i'll send you the referral link oh yeah here we go great shot with the, i'm really just nailing all these people that i'm shooting <laughs> you're you're Move nailing something JP. <laughs> it's so nailing something <laughs> it was so ridiculous it's absolutely absurd anyways you know, i i'm i love a good like uh sexploitation would that be would that be like fair to call it like a, a criminal you know a pandery i just played an old game oh god come on what was that old beat-em-up that i played that was that actually was really awesome uh you guys can help uh, chad can help me out i don't know um but uh dragon's crown there it is dragon's crown. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they have like the all the female characters giant except for the elf for some reason but giant bouncing titties yeah. and asses like they you do like an ass uh stomp or whatever like you, you do an ass bomb on a like as a one of your beat em up moves and it's it's very gratuitous and shit like you know i like a game that doesn't apologize for that <laughs> like, this like, games here's some giant titties and they're gonna be in your face the whole game you're welcome crap the shrouds are i can already see it in his eyes he's downloading it right now he's getting it for blue stacks yeah, yeah. ground pound that's what it's there you go Anyways, that's it. We're done. Anyways. Shroud will be back in eight years this time. Is this how it usually ends? In an absolute dumpster fire, yeah. That's yes. usually how we wrap yes, the show. Yes, it is, Shroud. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's how we, we, we save the best for last. You know how you were only on, I think, for an, the first hour 30 last time instead of three mm -hmm. hours? Now you know why. Yep. Yep. It's all downhill from the start. <laughs> Yeah, to bring it back around. Remember when we were talking about like what the fuck did I just watch and it just sort of ends? Yep. That's that's correct. That's correct. Let's do some shout outs. Call it a show. Zeke, you want to start off? What do you got going on? Where can people check you out? You betcha. Uh, real quick, thank you to Shroud for for joining us. I appreciate it. Second time on the show. Hopefully there's gonna be third, fourth, fifth, you know, awesome guest and uh completely different kind of world that you that you uh habitate and uh it's nice to get a little peek from time to time uh thank you to jp and co for being awesome co-hosts as always my name is ezekiel the third you can find me at or slash ezekiel underscore iii on twitch twitter and youtube ezekiel the third all spelled out on instagram and tiktok and probably lots more coming uh as twitter uh dies a horrible screaming death um <laughs> uh i will be actually broadcasting later today uh, in about a little about an hour from now uh, i'm gonna do some uh, metal hell singer that's gonna be a sponsor stream um, I've actually oh, yeah. uh, went out of my way to hire a coach uh, to coach me because it's kind of like a, a streamer competition kind of a thing um, to see who can post the highest score on a certain level of uh, Metal Hellsinger. And I've reached out to my boy Daniel the Demon, who is really good at the game, uh, to help me for these two hours. And uh, hopefully, we can post a uh, not. I don't want. I don't need to be the highest score. Just something respectable. So uh, that's happening in an hour. And then uh, tomorrow I'm off, and then Tuesday uh, we get drunk and watch America do stuff. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll do that. But that's all I got. Thanks for watching. Fantastic. Co, what do you got going on? 
Hello, my name is Co. As always, big thank you to Shroud for being here. It was great having his perspective. It's been great. Awesome, uh, as always, to JP and Zeke. Thank you for that. My name is Co. Hi, uh, we got lots of games coming up. We got God of War. Uh, just found an awesome game this morning called Star Davis, which is basically a combination of like Cosmeteer and RimWorld. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, got a lot of indie games we're going to be looking at and just all sorts of stuff coming up for November. So hope you see the channel. If I don't see you here next week, and thanks for watching. Awesome stuff. Shroud. Do some shout outs. Yeah, what do you got going cool. on? What are you streaming? So, my name's Shroud. Hi. Thank you guys for hey, letting Shroud. me on the show again for the second time. Um, and not not much going on here in terms of in terms of games. Honestly, I'm a competitive gamer and there's a lull in some competitive games right now. But if you're catching my stream, twitch.tv slash shroud, uh, it'll probably be Overwatch 2. And in terms of what I got going on, there actually is can't get too into detail, but there actually is some really cool things that are happening in the middle of November and then the end of the year. The end of the year is going to wow everybody, I think. And I can't wait really? for that to come out. That's, yeah, it's going to awesome. wow you guys, and you're probably going to be talking about it. Just saying. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. But that's it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I... I'm what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Wait a second. Is this related to streaming, games, all the above? Hmm. Can, can we have a hint? Oh, man, no. How we, are you going to end we just like got, this? We just got big-timed. Oh, my Lord, yep. dude. Wait, hold on, hold on. I've cracked the code. Oh. You're talking about World of Warcraft? No. Because they've got I an expansion. Got an expansion this month, and then they've got the raids. And is this like a troll? No, no, no. Listen, I'm not going to say anymore. I've said enough. Okay, I've said too much. In fact, you have now. Oh. Now I'm. Hmm. Okay, that's a tease. Well, I you guess... heard it here. Shroud has announced Elon is buying Twitch. That's true. Uh, <laughs> this this mid November. Thank you, Shroud, for spilling the beans. I will start preparing accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Or Shroud's going to YouTube. Could also be true. Gets another bag. I think the the I think you owe us because you were on this show and then you went to Mixer, <laughs> and now I love how he's now... like I'm not saying anything else. And JP, <laughs> I think you owe us. I'm not here. <laughs> I think you owe us. It's true. We made you, Shroud. All right, we all know it. <laughs> It's, I just, I, I'm just the one brave enough to say it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for watching everyone. I guess <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, who do we have? Jericho's on next week. We got DJ weed on after that. Uh, we should have some folks from Twitch as well as uh, some other fun guests coming up uh, throughout the end of the year. Then we got our game of the year show coming up uh, probably sometime in January. Oh as well. man. Again, so yeah, soon. So soon. So that's it. We're out of here. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time on Drop Frames. Have a good one. Bye-bye.